hardwired from the refinery at 1630 Meeting Street in Charleston, USA. Barely live, back page edition, with your sexy ass hosts, Paul Puckett and Mike Benson. And Doug. Budweiser. Oh hell! Really, Paul? We got started over already. The, are you? Oh no, we're good. We're back. We're back. <laughs> I love Budweiser. <laughs> and show. Y'all must be drinking. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> You're just gonna do ad lib all the old. I love Georgia. Yep. I, I went do. to Georgia. I, I I'm a <laughs> Georgia fan. <laughs> That was perfect. I thought Paul hit the button for me. <laughs> that sounded like you hit the button, didn't I? I'm going to go All right, well, we did it. Yeah, we did. You know, I'm going to highlight the local musician. You should. Yeah, well, you're not going to start with, uh, with the, what's the, what's the one I was talking Oh, Black Crows. Black Crows. Yeah. That's funny. It's actually played today while I was getting everything ready. Oh, yeah? Did it? Uh, we're going to start with background tunes here. We'll get that background vibe going. Here it is. Mm, that's the, little, the, the background music that everybody fly ride. Ride. That, yeah. that one guy on our... He turned around, though. He's hey, like, did he come around to I'm it? I'm coming to like it. I'm, I'm actually coming around to liking it. Yeah. It's a big part of our thing. You know, you can't really... I'm well. I think it's just me, and the microphone just reflects what's happening on this end of it. Am I loud enough? I project. No, I I'm use not. my diaphragm, Paul. Do I need to speak up? No, no you're good. Wes, let's get a little <laughs> test here. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, gonna turn you down. Should be about right here. Is that hot? Yeah, I yeah, like that. Yeah, I yeah, like that. that. Well, he look at, well, of course it's it good. good. He's got the big fancy mic. He don't even have to do any work. Well, I don't even have an off he's button. He's the talent. He's the talent. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, uh, Gritty, everyone wants a little... There, there it is. Yeah. We got Gritty yeah. Fly Ride in the studio. We'll get more to that. We're going to do typically, you know, like first first session, uh, just bull, bull honking and... Uh, but that's just music in the background here, so just just dive into that. Yeah, let's just take a minute. Let's you want to turn it up yeah. a little bit? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's really see him turn around. Look at his embarrassment. No, wait, that's George Strait. No, give me some John. That? It's giving no, me some John Anderson vibes. It is John Anderson. <laughs> I'll take him. I know. I I I'd take John Anderson. So we're gonna dive obviously into that stuff it. later, but that's Gritty Flyright, uh, a local musician, friend of ours here. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for having us. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and oh. we just happen to have our frigate rum that we're sponsored by now. Yeah, Whatever guess who's means. got a rum sponsor now? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, Paul drew a bird one time, and now he's got a lifetime <laughs> supply of rum. It, it just and we're just gonna to the best rum I've ever We're going to pretend like yeah. it has something to do with our show. <laughs> yes, it does. But <laughs> it's, it's paying dividends right now for them and us. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for yeah. drawing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> and I'm sorry to frigate, but you're about to blow up. Man, oh, yeah. We're yeah. yeah. about to keep up demand. Yeah, because, I mean, out of the fishing podcasts that have rum sponsors, ours is the best. Yeah. There is another one out there. 
<laughs> Funny enough, I have a bottle of it over there. <laughs> we're number but. two. No, we're number one in this case because our rum is better. In a glass better. of one. Hands down, our rum is... Yeah. I mean, look at that. It's 21 years aged uh, or amazing. is that 12 years It's very good. It really is good. It's delicious. Well, I mean, it's hard not to go straight into, you know, Skinny Mike coming straight from the Keys <laughs> wow. and his beautiful seafoam Hughes boat west. Basically, he's been building... Or rebuilding, or refurbishing, uh, refurbishing a boat for three years, and finally yeah. put it in the water about a week and a half ago. A week ago, it, it, it came down beautiful. in the wire. I was working on it till yeah. the day that I hooked it up and took it to the keys. But that's unbelievable. Some old guy stopped me in traffic in uh, Key Largo on Loved the way it. down, and he's like, "I thought, you know, it's Florida, you know, people yell at you all the time in Florida <laughs> for no reason." <laughs> and so I just hear, rah, rah. I'm like, "Stop it!" I like, look over, and this old guy. You're like, "What do I do now?" I roll my window down. He's like, "What year?" And I was like, 95. He's like, beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, that is a gorgeous. I was like, that was cool. That was you did cool. an amazing yeah. job. Did you have any problems? Uh, no. I took her out uh, front side every day. The last day it was blowing sustained 20. And I, I beat snot out of her a little bit just to see if I could shake something loose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't manage to shake anything loose. Put some scratches on her and. Uh, put a tarpon against the side of her, and there you go. Yeah, she got she got blooded proper like awesome. blooded. Yeah, blooded. it was good. I will say there's a picture on Instagram that I looked at, and the way the water's reflecting off the boat, and this it's this like harmony of sea foam going on. Yeah. Here we go. Art I did, bucket. I did, this, I did this whole thing where I go, <laughs> artist. What the fuck? What was? Oh my god, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's it, a really cool photo. It, He's it a painter, look, folks. It look, I got a lot of comments from people out on the water and stuff, and like always, like man, you can see you from like a mile away. Like yeah. you know, oh, yeah. there goes Mac. I'm like, I well, I guess I can't be an asshole in the water anymore because everybody's <laughs> gonna know who I am. Weird <laughs> the way the brown water reflects. It's off. just it's not gonna be the different. same. Yeah, she's not gonna be as pretty. But uh, I gotta show Wes. Yeah, I kind of want to. I got a whole bunch of pictures. I didn't. I only posted a couple of them on the on the IG. On What's the her IG. name? I hadn't done that yet. I'm a big name my boat guy. Don't be wrong. That's like the, I that's love the pick I was talking about. I love I love naming boats, but oh, you're right. But the problem is you gotta like you gotta let the boat kind of find its name a little bit. It's like an extension of the sea. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, going now, so we got the artist. Yeah, we got the artist. Yeah. yeah, we got two artists and me and you. But yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, she's beautiful. I, I got a lot of work to do. Um, still, cosmetic stuff like the boat is going. It's fishable, obviously. It's fishing. But now on, it's just like little touches well, here and there. You're doing like another uh, another casting or polling platform? Maybe? Yeah, so I got to redo the polling platform. The one I got on there is like a rough mock-up. Like it's functional. It's just not very pretty. Like it, we custom built it and then had to move things and change things. Yeah. We had to cut and grind. and So it's not clean and pretty. So the guy that built it was like, look. Fish this one until I can build you another one, and then we'll put a nice, pretty, clean one on there, and, and I'll take the old one off of you. That's and good. then my casting platform, I need to redo. It's my design, <laughs> which tells you that I got to redo it. But like, it, I, I wanted it this way, but then I fished it, and it just didn't right. So I need to change it a little bit, move the legs to different positions, and you know, shit you learn by fishing on it. And so I'm gonna rebuild that. And then the rest, I got a few cosmetic things. A buddy of mine in Georgia is building me custom, so. The old undergunnel rod holders, yep. the mounts were black plastic, and you can't paint that plastic; it won't nothing will hold to it. And I couldn't find any white ones to replace it, and I didn't like the black. So I called my buddy up in Georgia. He's a wood make a woodworker. He makes tables and stuff like that, old growth wood and pretty shit. So he's found some thick slabs of pretty wood, and he's custom making me 
So I'll have lacquered oh, wood cool. holders up underneath the sides. Cool. Wow. And uh, he's making those for me. Um, so those will be here shortly. And then just little stuff like the C-deck up under the gunnels because the old yeah. ones had carpet, and I'm not putting carpet. Did you consider in. just like Velcro? Like for the <laughs> little Velcro tabs. Yeah, just yeah, like uh, those little scotch yeah. stickets. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the I, little hooks, the little door hooks. I considered a lot of things. Uh, that's not one of them. But no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, but it's been good, man. We had a, we had a good time. So, what yeah. was the last thing you were working on before you finally hit the gas pedal and left? Electronics. Oh shit, I don't even know. Uh, I, I guess it was probably finishing. I had picked her up. I got the platform mounted. I had to put the rod. So I only had one set of my rod holders, the old ones, because uh, <coughs> one set is in Georgia getting mocked up for the replacements. So I had to install the one set on the one side. But I got four rod holders on each side of the gunnel, so I could still stash four rods under the gunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're tarpon fishing. I only need like two or three 12 weights in there. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I'd slap those in there. Had to... Um, install a, a my rear nav light and wire that up and get it going um get, my, mine I, hadn't worked in two years you don't have to worry about those things <laughs> yeah well i got all that rig i had they to don't matter go through the trailer spare tires get new tires on the trailer mounted my fenders um yeah didn't have fenders. You check those hubs on the oh way yeah it was a brand new trail like a new axle oh, nice. uh, old dog welding i'm gonna give a shout out to that guy over there he hooked me up uh put a brand new axle brand new springs brand new hubs um, did all that. I had to put new fenders on it because I had changed everything. Um, How many the, miles is that? What do you mean? Uh, 700 and some change, okay. you know. But I, uh, yeah, and I'd never taken that trailer any further than across town, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was fun. The biggest problem I ran into is I, I, I changed the way the rear seats, so the old seats used to have like a, a channel on the front of the rear, uh, like uh, well gunnel. For the water? Well, it was a channel for the seat to slide into, oh, okay. and then yeah. the seat yeah. flipped up and down so you yeah. can get into your hatches. That's the old way they did it back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So I had – my dad's an old pollster, so I cut some seat boards out of PVC board, had my dad build me some nice new cushions, and then threw bolted them to my hatch tops okay. with an overlap so they came forward. So then they were fixed. So when you open the hatch, the seat comes with them. It's all fine. It's all it's great. Awesome. Downside. Even though I put – I took the old 180 hinges off and put friction hinges, which are take a little pressure to open mm-hmm. and take pressure to close. The air force resistance against those seats will lift that hatch. Oh, really? Yeah. I never would have thought and that. And I, I wouldn't either, especially not against the pressure of a friction hinge. But So I, the long-term permanent fix would be to install latches on those hatches. That rhymes. But I'd have to... <laughs> that requires... The hatches. But that requires like a lot of work, and I don't want to do that right now. So I had to run a belly strap over top of my seats yeah. to keep the things down. But getting that... That sounds straightforward, except yeah. for the wind resistance on the belly strap will slide it back, and it'll still open. So it opened four times on me. And then me. you get the... Wait, that could be another song, Latches on My Hatches. But <laughs> That's almost as good as you... Different genre. Thing. Baby, you make my piece sink. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Asparagus Chronicles oh, Asparagus right. Blues I was like Wait a minute It would be the blues though. Baby you made my piece drink <laughs> Oh that's awesome yeah. So yeah so we, drink. I had a few stretches for that And then Hell we blew a tire on Tucker's truck Before we even got to To Beaufort Oh that's fun So 3am on the side of the road In Beaufort getting mauled by gnats I was changing oh, the tire oh, oh. What a but fun way to start it's the trip yeah. But once I got the strap positioned Figured out And we got the tires not to blow up on Tucker's truck yes. It only took 14 hours to get there They were doing work in the Keys so Then I spent two hours 
on A1 between Upper, Ma- between Upper Matacumbe <laughs> yeah. and Conk Key, which is just south of Long Key, which yeah. should be 10 minutes in right. the car, 15. It took two hours because they had to shut down one side of the road. And How are the they're locals? Doing, they're doing it at night, right? They're no, it was it. middle of the day. This was 2 p.m. I should have been rolling oh, into... I sh- didn't travel at night. Well, I started at 1 a.m. I should have been in, down there by like 10, 11, yeah, trying something to like the that. Together, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I should have been down there a little bit around before noon. I didn't roll into town until 3 in the afternoon or something like that. It's a lot of gas station coffee. I mean, is that Bucky's coffee? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know if there's a Bucky's on the way down that there is, way. Is oh, there? Is there oh, one on ninety five? Yeah. at some point there is down in Florida, right? Georgia, yeah, there is. Yeah, I think Georgia might have one of the newest, and then St. Augustine. There's right up one else. Yeah, Florida. Florida. I did not hit a Bucky's. Hmm. Uh, I will tell you, I've I've been vocal about it. I've let people know this. Those things, those places freak me out. <laughs> Wait, what? They weird me out. Are you afraid of squirrels? No, I'm afraid of the people in there. The people oh, in okay. it's it's got a lot of flavor. It, it does. <laughs> Flavor is the best. There's a lot of people who voted for Trump in there. Well, there's a lot of people who don't even know what voting is in there as well. They don't discriminate. I kind of no, like it. I, the fact I feel that it says best there. barbecue sandwich you can ever get, I'm like, no. Nah, that's definitely not true. Hey, they're excited about it. Good for them. All they have to say is prove it. Well, I will say, I will say there's a whole aisle just for sunflower seeds, and I can buy it. <laughs> I can buy into that. Uh, <laughs> Place I, is incredible. I love it. Yeah, man. I yeah. I, I hate that drive though. I mean, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's a weird drive, and it's not as bad as I mean, it's like ten and a half hours from Talamarada, basically. Talamarada it's supposed to be nine and a half, but then you're not you're going to stop and you're going to do things. It takes ten ten and a half on yeah. average for me. But and on the way home, we we rolled clean as we made good time. But yeah. you didn't roll dirty. Didn't roll dirty. But I did got I got an Instagram message once again. I got home. Some dude was texting me on Instagram. Cyclist cowboy, if you're listening out there, I don't know who that is. That's okay. what it says. IG handle. I don't know this guy. But he uh, he texted me. He goes weird question. Were you going 95 north? On the Florida Georgia line somewhere. He saw, he's he's saw the you. dude that stole your engine. He, you he might have been. Oh, but he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, around two p.m. on Saturday, and I was like, yeah, that'd be me. Because I, I guess I was headed south to Homosassa. He's like, saw you. He goes, boat looked good, even across the highway at eighty miles an hour. No <laughs> way. Like, he spotted you. Yeah, spotted crazy. me at the Florida Georgia line. I mean, there's not a whole lot of nineteen ninety-five Hughes out there looking brand new. Yeah, I mean, no, no, there's not, but. I think your boat name is is coming around. It's something about how it, it just catches the eye. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I don't know, it's uh, unmistaken or yeah, or, you know. something. Yeah, that actually he's gonna have it done by the time we're, <laughs> yeah. we're done here. Like I said, I, I and that was the first trip like fishing the boat. So every boat's got a personality. Every boat's got kind of a feel to them. So I didn't like I didn't want to name it just because I did. You know, I had like I gotta wait and fish it a little bit. I think it needs to be party girl. <laughs> party. Hard girl. I like my party. Who's the snorter? Are you the snorter today? What I guess I just did snort. That's the second one, or is it you? No, it wasn't me. Boy, uh, we got somebody coming through. We the got Boyd coming through the window. Get him through the window. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, Wes got step away. We're literally so Boyd's no, here. No, you get here late, you climb through the window. We're That's gonna, what happens. We're gonna tell him the door's broken. <laughs> you have to come through the window. Welcome to Bucky's. How may I help? <laughs> Just for That's theatrics. Man, I hope that yeah. camera holds up. You have to do it, Boyd. That's what happens when you're late. Yeah, let's get the fiddle through there first. <laughs> We're gonna put this on the old barely live video later. 
I Here did. He is. Don't do that. That is not stable. <laughs> Much like anything else in this room. There he is. Like a phoenix from the ashes. Beautiful. All right. Mission accomplished. We made it through. Well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hmm. Well, yeah, so we uh, we yeah. made it back. But anyway, yeah. So fishing, let's just... So, Boyd, hey, buddy. So, uh, we're just kind of laying it down here. Yeah. There's some beers and rum. He'll get you through all that. And uh, feel free to cycle in if you hear something you want to remark about. But either way, we'll catch up when we take a little break. So, oh, fishing. Yeah. Oh, we're all means yeah. to. Yeah, right. let's just let's find out fishing. how the fishing is down. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the drive down. And the weather. Good. I will Tell say this. Weather. weather was all right. We had the first day we was there, it blew a bit. Um, I was only got like a half day Monday because, like I said, it takes 14 hours to get down there. And then. Rode around, didn't really do much Monday. Uh, Tuesday, we got out. We fished. Tuesday. Yeah. We fished the front side pretty much the whole time. And I will say, so if you've ever fished front side tarpon, you know, generally speaking, mate, you're going to see a million of them, but they usually just ignore you. And they won't. Just do the, yeah. yeah, they won't eat. These fish were chewy. They were nice. very, very happy. Nice. They were, I, I think we, according to people who know more than me, mm-hmm. they were behaving post-spawnish. So they think we were catching them as they were coming back in after maybe running out and making a spawn run. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, basically we had a lot of fish um, coming down the line. And uh, I, I think it's a combination where the fish were in a good mood. And, and we also, this is like, you know, we've done a lot of years of this. And we're, like, not tooting our own horns. But we're getting better at knowing how to yeah. feed these fish yeah. and how to put yeah. a fly in there and how to what they're going to want. But that combination of things, the fish seemed happier. So we were getting constant leans and eats and missing fish and breaking. That's you know, awesome. broke off. Mm-hmm. Uh so I guess it was Wednesday morning. Tucker put one beside the boat. Not a big fish by any stretch. Um, I missed, I don't know, three or four eats. I was getting eaten pretty regular. A lot of fish just leaning, following it all the way halfway yeah. to the boat and then peeling off. Snapping. And yeah, it was like that. But, it's hey, anytime you're getting that much reaction out of strings of tarpon was... It's a good sign. Yeah. So we sat out front pretty much the whole time. Uh, we did make some runs into the back. Didn't really find much in the back. Um, How were the locals out there? Was it packed? Oh, yeah, it was busy. So the, where we were sitting is, you know, we were on a pretty famous spot, but the spot in front of us is really famous, and, like, guys get there in the dark yeah, kind of famous. Yeah. But, I mean, at one point from where I was sitting, I could count within my eye shot 13 boats along the line, yeah. you know, below me and above me. Did you get but, the heat from anyone? No, no. And once again, we were we we got to where we were to fish, and we staked out, and we just sat there all day. So it wasn't we weren't maneuvering into anybody, you know. And we pretty much, because there were three of us, or we had four boats at one point, but three for most of the week. Um, we just, we all lined up on top of each other, and we just owned a two-mile stretch of bank. Yeah. So everybody in front of me and behind me was my guys. So, so when it didn't matter. wind shifts and you got to move a little bit. Yeah, it didn't matter if I crowded one yeah. way or the other. I wasn't going to catch any flack. And you'd see all the guys and stuff. Because like I said, where we sat was a pretty popular, it's a known spot. And so you'd see guys come rolling over there, and they're like, some bitch. And they just yeah. keep going. Because we had set up in a position where, like, we would have been a little tight should if it were people we didn't know. Yeah. But it definitely left no room for, like, our, you ain't squeezing in anywhere no. on that no. stretch. Yeah. And Because that's what happens when you get into arguments. Somebody tries to go, oh, I can squeeze in right here. You're not sitting mm. on the spot. You know? And it's like, <laughs> listen, asshole. Like, yeah. you know? So we didn't we didn't have to do with that. Um, there's there's quite a hierarchy down in the keys yeah. with this yeah. tarpon thing. These yeah. guys. It reminds me of shrimping in the harbor. It's here. probably similar. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has their spots. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like 
unspoken Only these guys will pull a gun on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, and I could, we talked about this. My buddy Rob, which we talked to the Rumbles on the show before. Yeah. Uh, they got to hang out with us a lot this week, which was cool, but... We talked about it, and you know, I don't agree with any of that shit. I don't agree with the, yeah. you know, intellectual property that they like to think of as their spots. I don't agree with the attitude they have about it. However, I have to acknowledge I'm a visitor, so yeah. I don't get a vote in it, and sure. I don't get to dictate how they run their show in their turf. I just honestly try not to rock the boat while I'm there. I try to find ways to be courteous and get myself into a fishing position and. You know, I'm trying to. I'm on vacation. I'm not trying to fight anybody on my vacation. (laughs) I think it's a whole other segment, obviously. But I've definitely come around on some of the aspects of some things out in the water are intellectual property. Because oh, I definitely think so. Yeah, it it's one thing to be in a line. I think on a tarpon edge where we know these tarpon are coming on this line, but places like the Panhandle. This random spot out there. I yeah. think that's what Mike's saying. Off, is off it like, edge. Yeah, that's not. It's just the different. front side. We could do a whole yeah. segment Florida, on this, and we it's should. Not intellectual property. Well, and, yeah, and yeah. those spots exist in, up on the Keys side too. They're like yeah, yeah. Rob calls them as sneaky spots, where it's just like yeah. a random little spot that like a little turn, it's a little only, spit. But yeah, it's only yeah. good at like, and that, that's the thing, Rob. He doesn't really care about that either. He's like, they can see me sitting there. He goes, but those spots that I fished, they're good for like one hour on the tide. Specifically, mm-hmm. and he you goes, and to, there's gonna be nothing there know. the rest of the day. Yeah, you still have to know. Yeah, yeah. I tell, I used to tell people that in the shop all the time. They'd come in, and be like, "Hey, well, you show me where to fish." I'm like, "Yeah, I could show you a hundred places to fish." I was like, "But unless I tell you when to fish it, and what the tide should be mm-hmm. doing, and what the water clarity should look like, and what you know," I was like, "It's useless." I was like, "You just have to fish a lot, and then you can understand these spots." Yeah. But well, the other thing about intellectual property argument is time. Like, if you told Sandy Stir, yeah. <laughs> you knew some. Really amazing spots around Bulls Bay and stuff like that that were your intellectual property. He yeah. would probably laugh. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's. I mean, Germs had a run in with a guy down in okay. uh, down in uh, Folly last year, which having a run in with somebody here is super rare. Yeah, know? it is. And it was on tailing grass, and Germs was up on the flat, pulling this one little pocket flat, and some dude just come motoring up, jumped up on his pole, and like pulled right in on top of him. Wow. On like a, he said, it's not a big spot. And yeah. I think I think those moments you have to. Acknowledge this guy might not have any idea how this works. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, you have to take a Germs moment pulled to up, educate. Germs and you Luke. Have to. And Germs and Luke are very nice guys. Neither one of yeah. them are. Yeah. So he pulled up to talk to the guy, and the guy hit him with, I've been fishing here since okay. 2016 well, then, or something. <laughs> he tried to pull the intellectual property thing on a tailing flat. No. On well, somebody who's been fishing here for almost 20 years, like you know what I'm saying, it'd be like me rolling up on Sandy Stir. I've been fishing over 20 years out there in the grass, but if I pull right. up on Sandy Stir, right, right. I ain't seen a piece of grass that he ain't already licked with, you know, with his boat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, you don't, you just don't right. pull that. And I wouldn't. No, first the off, game's but, over when he does that attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Germs you have to at least inquire, hey, do you know how this works? Because I'm happy to <laughs> teach you. Yeah, yeah. But when they bring out attitude, then it's like, okay, man. Well, and I said that to Rob about the keys thing. I was like, look, man, if, if, we're just going to throw out a pop, a famous name who's uh, old uh, Rob, what's his face, Fortis, who's like famous Fortis, for yelling yeah. and, and yeah. bullying people out flats. Like, I mean, honestly, if, if somebody come up on me like, hey, I'm sure we fishing it wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, hey, uh, I'm happy to move around, do what I got to do to make this right. But how about you tell me how to do it right? So yeah. the next time I'm in here, if you're not here, mind you, I don't fuck it up for you or anybody else. Sure. How about you just tell me that? Like, yeah. can you give me that much? You can call me a dickhead, well, but teach me how to do it right. Maturity, <laughs> and a whole lot of other and patience. patience. Plus, yeah. I got Tucker in my boat. I ain't afraid of Rob Ford. So I'll just send the Yeti over there to board. Ooh, that'd be a fight. Yeah. I'd watch that one. <laughs> I'll take him. Hey, Rob, if you're listening. 
Hey, <laughs> hey, Robin, if you're listening, I still want to do that mural in your backyard. Hey, Just, I will we'll talk meet about you it in, in a the parking weeks. lot. No, I mean at, at the Mall of America in Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. I think the thing is, like, as much as I do have an ego <laughs> down there, I don't because it's not yeah. my place. Oh, but you're right. I, I think yeah. I would love. I'd take that as an opportunity. Be like, cool. Hey, I'm a dick. You're right. How can I not be a dick the next time? Like, what do I do to like? Cause I don't fuck up his day, and you know, or anybody else's that would be there. It is know? one of those places that it always comes up. You know, I, I this is one of the few years I didn't get like a middle finger. Or, That's good. Or yelled at. Yeah. Or, I've had a lot of that, but usually I know for a fact I wasn't in the wrong. It's just people being. People. I think you can just you can do everything right and still have the middle yeah. finger. I, I was going yeah. so. The trash pile, which is a famous spot, I'm not giving anything away. I was just rolling through there, and it's a highway. People roll through yeah. there all yeah. day long. No, you know, stop. Now, if you see people in fishing on the inside, you stay out wide of them. But mm-hmm. realistically, the fish are just floating around there. It doesn't really fucking matter if a boat goes through. They're just going to shift and move. But there was a boat sitting out. There's a sandbar on the outside of it. There's a boat staked out there. And some chick in a bikini standing up on the bow, and then a dude sitting down in the well tinkering a ship. Neither one of them had a rod in their hand. Neither one of them were up on a stick. They didn't look like they were fishing. They were just staked out in the middle of nowhere. As far Somebody as was up on a stick. So I come rolling through, like, in between them. I'm 150 yards to her, I guess, starboard. Yeah. And I'm, shit, a couple hundred yards from the bank. And there's nobody fishing inside, so I just rolled. And as we're rolling by, like, I see her, like, looking, she's looking, looking. And then she, like, does the, she does the scarecrow, you know, the. The what are you doing? The what are you doing from the boat. And I was like. I just waved. You're like, you're, <laughs> I was like, like, what the now, fuck you mean? What am I doing? Now, like, hold like, on, Mike. Like, maybe, get mad maybe she saw down. you looking all skinny wearing a small oh, t-shirt. I was, I was so fat. Maybe I wasn't she even was going, going, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? I doubt it. Where are you going, hot stuff? Her, her guy, the guy in the boat with him, just kind of, he just kind of looked up and was looking back down. Like, he didn't give me the, he didn't give me the hands. I was like, why am I getting yelled at? She's seen other people do it. So she, I got to do it. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, in this case, I was like, I don't know what you want from me right now but i like, think she wanted your digits <laughs> i doubt it yeah Jeez. the keys but yeah so we fished all week we had a good time caught some fish put a few in the air like i said we had you know it sounds silly to anybody who doesn't fish down there but when you count leans and and eats and you know like but the shit man that's tarpon fishing yeah we had a really good time we had yeah. a lot of fun boat performed have you ever been to the keys at all I've never been in Florida Keys, and since we're on that subject, I've never been. I've never been fly fishing. Yeah, never right. been tarpon fishing. Oh, we so can fix all that. This is uh, to have this microphone in front of me. That's why I'm saying real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to talk about asparagus, uh, <laughs> Doug and I can go down that road. But oh, don't hey, this is all fascinating to me because it's all new things and well i know boyd knows some of the the fly fishing aspects so yeah. well there'll be plenty of things that have nothing team. to do with fly you got a good fishing. team to lean well, on he's here. like there he's having therapy right now well actually yeah. i gotta go pee so you want to get him up there it's just and we're about to end, let's just, just we're about to end i this. haven't had any asparagus we're about so to end this won't <laughs> we're about three okay. more minutes you we're about to end the hold you can hold so uh all right so good trip Good trip. Good time. Trip. I, Y'all setup I, looks amazing too. It looks like well, well, and the guy. So like the, we we Margarita stumbled into Phil. this. We stumbled into this place like last year, and I booked it. And the guy that owns this name's Barry, and he's this down to earth Keys hippie. The house is an OG nineteen fifties Keys bungalow. I love that. Pecky Cypress that's, walls, that's like awesome. all the things. Yeah. And now he's added on. There's like a mother in law suite, and then there's an apartment under the mother in law suite. Um, all of which we get access, like we get the whole place when we get there. So we got three bathrooms, plenty of place for everybody to sleep. The dock is three steps from the back door. So you got a porch, big old coconut palms everywhere. 
its own little lagoon so we can line our boats up in there keep so them you're the saying this is a little bit better than the chicky it's a lot better than the chickies <laughs> they've grown they've grown up we've though. grown out of the chickies <laughs> they've and grown so, up yeah so now we've got we made friends with barry barry comes over every night bum smokes we Whoa. feed him you know That's the best when and you he's start. this yeah. guy like so like he weirded us out the first year this year we hung out with him a lot but he makes his own wine out of sea grapes, which I didn't know you could do. But he makes sea grape wine, and then if the wine's no good, he'll distill it all the way down and make liquor out of it. And he makes a sea grape, basically Wait. rum. Sounds like and he toilet soaks, wine. He soaks it in some kind of wood. I don't know what kind of wood it was, but he dude, he, I don't want to scare you. Ages it in like wood. It was it was good. You don't want to drink it because it seems sketchy as hell. But then he also makes his own hot sauce. He made, he brought out some damn homemade sauerkraut and shit. He's like, I got into fermenting shit a few years ago, and I just make all kinds of stuff. Fermenting so, shit. Yeah. They got roofied. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I didn't wake up with any weird tingly buttholes, so it was all right. But, this, this is Florida, so nobody's surprised. Yeah. But <laughs> Barry's the nicest guy ever, so now we know Barry nicely. So like, It's always good to invest the time to get to know those guys that you're staying at their place and, and get them to like you. So now he blocks out about three weeks a year. Perfect. Like We've already blocked our three weeks around the tarp migration so we yeah, can yeah. pick which week we want there you we go. book straight through barry's so i don't have to pay airbnb or any fees or any of that crap we just pay cash money to barry so we've got it lined up so i'm hoping his his lifestyle i don't know how long barry will last but i'm hoping he hangs around for a few that's, more that's the name of your, your boat sea great wine <laughs> uh, oh, or, or or just maybe in parentheses ferment and shit i'll bet it's, ferment the, shit. I'll bet it's the color of seafoam no, i don't <laughs> think so I don't, I don't know what the i don't know what color sea grapes are but it's not quite seafoam what, what is a sea grape? Are they floating out there in the ocean? You just go collect. I'm not. It's a hundred percent. Like I, I don't know. I, I would love to tell you. I, I know all about sea grapes. Okay. I know shit all about them. I do know that like normal people don't make liquor out of them. It's more of a, this is a mermaid's vitamin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a mermaid thing. Yeah, mermaid but they vitamin. grow. They grow in the keys. I know that. Like they yeah. are something local there. But I, I don't know shit about them. It I is dry. But well, Doug has to pee, so let's phase this out. Really I'm gonna, do. I'm gonna do a little tune, kind of phase out, and we got a word from our sponsor with Scoop. Oh yeah, Scoops, Scoop. We'll just tease. I miss Scoop. Greedy tune here. Brought to you by the fine people at Frigate Rum, the choice of discerning rum connoisseurs who appreciate the art of true craftsmanship. Don't miss your chance to savor the taste of the golden age. Frigate Rum, the legend lives on. Back to you, boys. Presenting Sounds of the 80s. All your favorite 80s hits in one incredible collection.
sounds of the 80s for just $9.99 on compact disc or double-length cassette. That's more than one full hour of classic. Applause? What's happening? <laughs> they were applauding for a whiz. Oh, was that, on, that was doing on Spotify. Fly, can you hear? Can you hear? How people going? get high. People get low. I love this show. Last week, I was explaining to Paul why white people like Wu-Tang. And then this show, we're listening to some good old country rock and rockabilly. I'm loving it. Oh, <laughs> man. I love Run DMC. No, that was, I thought that was Ryan Bingham. That was Run DMC. Oh. It was Run DMC. Uh, Those sweatsuits? The Adidas? Come on. Oh, speaking by the like that oh, the new uh, movie the Air, Air, Air. I watched it. Amazing. It's so okay. good. Like, Chris Tucker goes off on a whole tear about the the Adidas tracksuits. So Look at them suits. <laughs> I got two of them. Don't you tell our balls. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Oh, <laughs> well, Michael Jordan didn't play much of a part in that one, did he? No, he didn't. Did I'm he? the fake Michael Jordan. I mean, yeah, but uh, that'd be tough. Like he's no, such an yeah, iconic. They don't need to. Yeah, it distracts yeah. from it if they did. Yeah, because it wasn't about him. It was yeah. about the deal. <laughs> wow, was that such a cool movie? Well, should we introduce the boys here? Yeah, I think we should. Well, well, we already introduced Wes. We got Wes, and we got Boyd. Boyd Richardson. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Fiddle, fiddle man. That's what they call me. You used to be an orchestral violinist, right? That's right. That's right. From the cla- riches to rags in this case. Riches to rags. There you go. <laughs> my uh, my nephew's learning to play the violin, there you go. and his teacher is. Simultaneously teaching him how to play fiddle style and violin as go. well. Now, so, yeah, well, he's he's a little kid though, so we'll see if he actually sticks with it or it's one of those like you know. He, I want to hear how that's different. I know, like Charlie Daniels, like I mean, he's a fiddle player, but I mean that's a very accomplished music. You got a man right there. Yeah. Tell, tell me all about that. So it's really just the style of play. I've okay. had people come up and say, "Oh, well, is that a violin or a fiddle?" And it's it's really just strictly a style of play. It's just mm-hmm. uh, you know whether it's it's about uh, how you treat it. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. You know whether it's bluegrass or more of the you know even the Celtic style. That's more yeah. fiddle. Yeah. And obviously violins, weddings, classical, all that good stuff. It's just just style of play. That's cool. And what are you doing in Gritty Flower? Fiddle. So I guess we I guess we should introduce so, so a band local here to Charleston, Gritty Flyride. Yep. I would say probably I mean maybe a year ago you reached out to me. Right right before the When did y'all film that thing? That was like in June oh, or July man. or was September? it in the fall? We ended up we ended up uh, I think it was September because there was a storm yeah. right off. Yeah. Yeah, it was hurricane. Season. Of course it hadn't rained though in a week. No. In the day we did. No. So let's Not just sure. call it August. You, you reached out to me, and I think I'd put out some sort of music thing. You're like, hey, man, uh, you introduced yourself, and you said, uh, I play with a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. 
Gritty Fly Ride. We were in a band called Gritty Fly Ride. Che- you should check it out. And yeah, what's funny is I don't know if y'all are like this, but when someone sends you music, do you sometimes just kind of kick it off to the side, like I'm just not in the mood for oh, your music sure. pick today? <laughs> well, no, or video, or like just. I, I think it depends on who sends it to you. That's it, what I'd say. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. was my for response. Sure. Yeah, who sends yeah. it to you? You trust certain but, people. And exactly. I, didn't, I didn't know Boyd from, I don't think we'd ever met. Maybe we'd met at an no. event or something. Just, But for yeah. some reason, I was like, man, this guy, I feel well, like I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to check it out, went straight to Spotify, and I put it on. It's like, man, this is right up my alley. That's right. And, yeah. uh, and, and I also just love the name Gritty Fly Ride. Like something about that, like kind of, Dawned on me a little bit because I feel like I got some gritty in me, you know, sure, and uh, yeah. and I love flying, right? You do and have so, some gritty I, in you, and ball. I fly right, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I checked it out, and I think I sent it to all my people, yeah, you did, and yeah, it was uh, awesome, awesome. And then you guys invited us to the video thing, I think Bruni came with me, and then it yeah. rained, and yep. you know, yeah. did that, it hadn't rained in like seven to ten days, which is weird for like. That just, time of year. Just add Rooney. Just add Rooney. Just yeah. add Rooney. <laughs> so, uh, but ever since then, though, like, coming and seeing you guys play live, and you put on a great live show, and we love music, and it's, it's live music, and local music, and shop local, if you will, and I want to dive in, though, and these guys probably have questions, too, later, just on how hard it is to be a, a local band in a town like this, yeah. and keep it fresh, and not oversell yourself and overplay yourself and all that kind of stuff so we'll get into that stuff later but just pumped that you guys are here and and doing your thing and um and just making it happen it's great so appreciate y'all being drinking rum with us yeah frigate frigate yeah don't forget our sponsors (laughs) yeah every 10 minutes we're supposed to interject that i didn't know this was the spanish blend yeah frigate rum warbird it is it is amazing stuff so we're across also from ohm home radio which you guys are highly involved with and i love home radio whenever i'm not listening to you know streaming spotify i've got home radio ready to rock and one day i was driving around and i heard this interview i was actually you know the uh, the neighborhood launch over there by your and Alex's old place? Yeah. That, like, no one ever knows about yeah. on uh, James Island Creek? I was in the middle of launching my boat, and I hear this this interview going on with this local musician, and I didn't catch the beginning of it. So I only heard, like, the middle to, like, as I'm driving to the launch and backing in the boat. And, and I remember stopping and listening to it to find out who the hell it was, and I never could find out who it was. And that's when you... Sent me that message. Well. Yeah, so I heard a little bit of it, but I would love to hear kind of how you got your. I know that you have a teaching background mm-hmm. and and all that stuff, but just you don't have to give the whole thirty minute thing. Just a little, little touch here and there about how you kind of got started. It's it's a really interesting story. Uh, idiot, and I'm long winded, but you know. Well, you can take as long as you want. No, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. y'all just interrupt me with with a question. Yeah, I'm the son of a Southern Baptist preacher, so you don't worry. You ain't gonna put me to sleep. That's, fine. <laughs> That's a song right there. Son of a son of a Southern Baptist preacher. <laughs> We're doing this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's um. I was a school teacher um here in Charleston County and in Colleton County, um, for about ten years, and I did not grow. I've never been in another outfit you know don't play music or, or read music and um didn't grow up in the church or in any kind of way involved just appreciated music and um it was uh graham worley who's another local mm-hmm. musician here for about 25 years 
that really kind of pushed me forward into. He was your neighbor, right? He was my neighbor. Okay. Uh, we, we live over by DNR. So okay. I've been over by DNR on James okay. Island for about 13 years when we moved off the farm. And uh, he was there for about four years. And he pushed me uh, to do some things. He was over at Brick House Kitchen doing some things. And that kind of went into covering with my buddy David Kasich and Jamal Hall. And it was this interesting two acoustic guitars and a saxophone. And just working on harmonies and real stripped down stuff. And then um, I just, I push things, you know, both feet in. So I just keep pushing and pushing. It's like, all right, well, I think I might write write a song. And then that turns into putting singles out in uh, 2020 and then put a record out last year. Just over, we just had the anniversary mm-hmm. of, yeah. of the record um, from a year ago. So um, I'm making all this stuff up. I say that, I feel like there's not too many days that go by that I don't tell people, like, I'm just, which is creative. It's great. It's not boring. Every week is different. But I got into this thing when I was 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and TJ Phillips from 92.5 on an interview asked him about a month ago, he said, would you ever go back into teaching? Would you, what are you going to be doing five years from now? And I went to answer and I was like, to be honest with you, I don't know. Because if you'd asked me that five years ago, 10 years ago, it would have nothing to do with sitting here with you. You know, or music or anything like that. You just never well, know what's around the next. Be corner, fair, this you know? might actually hurt your chances of anything else. <laughs> but, think about this, okay? So, what is it? my mother's a a teacher, an amazing teacher, mm. and she always said that her favorite thing about teaching was inspiring. And I can remember talking to other musicians who said spending time with better musicians, more experienced musicians brought out inspiration in them they didn't know they had. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so it's that time you spend with those people made you something. So it started with with Grant. So my father uh, would sing in the church occasionally. He was this guy. We had my grandma's piano in the house, and occasionally he would play. I was all, I didn't know what music did for me. I, you know how you assume it's yeah. like you know you start telling stories good and bad. It's like yeah, you know that's that's regular, right? And then you, especially if you like leave your hometown, and you're like that's normal, right? You're like, no, that's going to be a North Carolina regional thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that you need to not say anymore. <laughs> you should probably not bring that up. But uh, so yeah. a lot. I'm from a small town called Woodruff, South Carolina, in Spartanburg County, and yeah. so a lot of that for me. And um, that's but, a good place to be from. Oh, it is. It's great. And, and, but my, so my dad, I'd be moved to tears. I'd be sitting in the church or I would sit somewhere, somebody's funeral, somebody's wedding. I know that sounds weird. It's the only time I would hear him sing. And, or I would hear a certain song about John Prine or Keith, yeah. Keith Whitley. Oh, man. And so I would kill me now. Or the old soul song, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. I'm crying. Luther Vandross, crying. Mm-hmm. And my wife, she points out now, she's like, it does something different for you than yeah. most people. You just assumed. Everybody that everybody that was so I was always just so it's been it's been harvesting in there for a long time though. yeah yeah as an appreciator and then when you talk about your mom being a teacher and inspiring yeah. so from Graham my dad Graham and then Boyd for example mm-hmm. Boyd has been playing since he was seven seven years old he's mm-hmm. traveled to other countries and played he's 
high level as far as like the theory goes and understands what every musician on stage is doing. He could read music. He can actually, he's literate. He's, he's literate. literate. He's literate. I'm the yeah. only one in here that can read right. music. So, so I'm inspired yeah. by somebody like him, yeah. whether it be him standing there, I look over and I see his technique, which I have zero, or I see him look over at mm. the drummer or look over at me and understand the exchange, mm. the musicality that's going on. Sure. Um, so your mother's right. When, yeah. you, when you are inspired, and so that's why it's contagious. It is. It yeah. does, now, I will say in my case, I was telling my son this last night, in the case of me with guitar, harmonica, piano, things that I play roughly, mm -hmm. um, it did not inspire me to, to become another six six stringer or a harmonica it inspired me to write i love writing yeah. and i that's another thing i didn't grow up doing keeping a journal or anything like that you needed it it was a but tool. i needed i mean now to picture me with without writing hopefully and, and for me it is but hopefully from the outside it's like that's weird. It'd be like picturing Paul without art. Yeah. And you'd be like, man, what are you talking about? There, you wouldn't listen to anything. He, you'd be like, no, you've got to get back to it. And I, hopefully that's coming across as that. I enjoy the singing part and the, the performing part, but it didn't drive me to go, you know what? I want to take lessons. I want to yeah. shred this guitar. So yeah. writing but is it made your you foundation. Yeah, 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 it yeah, made yeah. him want to create. And I think that's like what real living is is if you can live in a a, a situation uh, a stream that allows you to evolve all the mm -hmm. time and brings out new things in you all the time mm -hmm. that's that's living well and, and it's and really I, rare that you cross the streams of being a phenomenal instrumental you know player right. and be a phenomenal writer like oh, those yeah. like there yeah. are don't be wrong there's some examples right. we can all name a couple but those are fucking rare, yeah. unicorns that are sure. once in a generation, can we? twice in a generation. I can't name any. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know, Paul. Who Stapleton. you? Stapleton, Clapton, yeah. Stapleton, Clapton. Stapleton's a good one. And yeah, those for your guitar Stapleton's guys. Like playing is so clap, su clap subtle too. Yeah, and I won't call him a phenomenal writer, but somebody that's like a sneakily, well, not to anybody in this room, but sneaky. George to Harrison. Well, yeah, but uh, fucking Brad Paisley. Like, a lot of people don't realize yes. that dude can right, rip right. the absolute strings off a of guitar. And while you wouldn't say his songs are Marty high Stewart. art, he has written a lot of very popular, very successful yeah. songs. But, yeah, that's a guy that always blows my mind when you see him, like, actually just yeah. sitting in on something. And you're like, Why is, what's Brad Paisley doing in there? And then he, like, does his thing. Like, right. God damn. <laughs> well, no, our, our sixth stringer, Noah Shue, does um, his exercise for electric guitar is Brad Paisley's bluegrass at the scale. Yeah. I mean, every day. Yeah. What's yeah. crazy is uh, I had never really uh, tuned in to know as much as I did at the Windjammer gig, which you weren't at, obviously. I know. Let's talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's get that but, uh, What did I, you do? So, what did you do? That's why you came through the window. Because so, <laughs> I think I'd seen you guys... Kind of more acoustic-y, and then when uh, I played, you guys let me get up there and play with y'all at our party too. So, but I kind of I kind of zoned in on him a little, a little bit more at the Windjammer gig, and that dude can he plays. play, man. Yeah. He's good, dude. He and I think that night he had a little. He kind of turned it up a notch too. Yeah, and he he was getting after <laughs> it. But, but he is a monster. He's one of our youngest. 
um, like in the music family. So yeah, yeah. Gritty Flower Eight with the music family. Didn't he like grow up next to you and like you just heard him playing guitar out of the window one night or something? Mm-hmm. I have. He grew up. He was born and raised on Folly Beach. Like you can't make this shit up, you know. That's and great. then he moved to James Island, and I've known him since he was probably. 14. He's classically trained. Um, didn't really even listen to mainstream radio until he was uh, up until like maybe 16 years old. Like just his parent, like he was very sheltered from the mainstream music. So then when he starts listening to it, he gravitates towards Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, jazz, all these things. Like really people that you want him the to. The Water Boys, some Irish. I heard you mention some Irish stuff. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, so he is this guy that used to play in a more metal band, right? Well, and then when Wait, he turned... Which, when he, I can see that. So totally. when he was 17, so he's a rocker. So he looks when, more metal than anything, but when, he was playing those yeah. country licks. Too. So he's gone country. He's Alan Jackson on us. Because gone country. He's a Alan Jackson. But, he, but here's the thing. And I'll take blame for this. Okay. That he had or me, credit. Or credit. If or credit. That <laughs> I think it speaks to how versatile he, Boyd, and Jamal are. Because those three, if you come to a Gritty Fly Right show, yeah. are asked to play country, folk, R&B. It's everything, yeah. And yeah, you blues, gotta, uh, some of it's straight yeah. down the line. And, mm-hmm. and it's... We talk about it all the time with him. He's like, man, I'm just going to go for it. Um, there's a couple of songs that we do. He's like, I'm just going for it here. And um, Noah has another notch on his belt as that he can play across the genre. He can play country. The One of the most challenging things, this is going to blow y'all's mind. Um, he asked me, I felt such responsibility as a, a country player. He goes, will you please send me... Five albums that I need to listen to. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Only five? That's what what age like is 90s that country. Like, yeah. like, oh, my God. From 90s that, country? From that cloth. So, well, how many of them were? Like, so I, three uh, of them are. I call my drummer. It, don't get this crowd. It blew my it blew your mind. The mics are getting real hot. Come on, man. Your, your chest oh. is heavy. Can we just do this for the rest of the show? Can we just so, <laughs> I, well, you, you'll throw like mud vein in. No, he said country. Shit. He said well, not know, his country. You, you narrowed you it down. Can't help it. You, you're uh, metal. Yeah, I'm a, I got a long. I got a well, wide. A that's wide how spectrum. committed he was to. And then I being like the redneck. Now I'm like, this is a lot of. That's my boy. You know, <laughs> and I'm like really proud, but I'm also Such like I'm nervous. So I call my drummer. A lot of responsibility from Spartan Mercant. I call yeah. Ben and I go Ben. Uh, we call him Slappy. I'm how like, long ago was this, by the way? How old was he at the time? Year and a half ago? Year and a half, two In the last two years, okay. he goes, will you please send me five albums? Because we're going down this country. Your stuff is kind con- I want to know what y'all, all, the inside jokes. Okay. And I don't know who Randy Travis is. Oh, God, and, help me. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> I started having heart palpitations. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well. That's so awesome, though. I, I love f- that. I phoned a friend. I phoned Ben. And I phoned a friend. And I was like, hey, I got a tall order here. You did send him some John Anderson. I, you had to. Like, so he's one of the kids that is a true music guy that's like, I want the whole album. And I'm like, I'll do that. Does that exist in 90s? That's but, hard in 90s. Garth Brooks. That, you could yeah, give him I had to send yeah. George and Garth and Brooks and Dunn and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was very hard to send him and how he could that could be a vehicle for him to get to the gritty and what I'm doing because I'm not straight laced. Yeah. 90s yeah, yeah you're not. You're on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all those guys in the nineties borrowed and yeah. lended, uh, from other people. So it's I, like blues. I it's all it's the same good, yeah, chord it's, structures. It's a good vein. Yeah. It's a good vein. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, I, my my takes on nineties were Garth, Clint Black, and Mark Chestnut. Ooh, that's and good John one. Anderson. That's Mark Chestnut. Yeah. yeah. I saw Clint Black. George live. Straight, man. George I mean, Straight. Yeah. Come on. He's like George the guy. Well, but you're about to do what I did. When you get to five, you got a problem. Because <laughs> yeah. if you leave Alan Jackson off that list, yeah, yeah. you yeah. Will, you will not yeah. sleep tonight. Yeah. No, yeah. I told him. I said, when you get done with those, I said I've got so many. Um, like Alabama, you know, had Alabama greatest hit. Too. Like oh. Travis Tritt. Travis, Travis, Tra- Travis, Travis, Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt. Not Tritt. long ago. Oh, we got to bring the mics. We got to bring. We got to get. We got to de hot. These guys are old. They're telling their age right here. <laughs> yeah, we saw Travis Tritt but, live not long ago. Paul, me, and another buddy of ours. And it was just him on stage. Didn't have a band with him. It was just him, and he would play songs and tell stories. And play songs. That's that probably what five, six years ago. Charles Music. And that dude can pick a guitar too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I've seen him twice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a good show. We about had a parking lot convo with you not saying Travis Tritt. Oh, God. Golly. Old Tritt. great. But ima- Day. Uh, imagine the responsibility. Uh, when, when you're 21 year old six stringer. Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam. Oh, what are we God. Doing? Which Dwight is his, which, which, No, no, right? Which I had to tell him. I was like, look, we're not going to do Glenn Campbell and Dwight Yoakam. And he doesn't know who any of these people are. And I'm going. I'm going, so when you start and you say, you know who Alan Jackson, and he goes, yeah, I know Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee or something like that, you go, yeah. good. And you think you're making ground. Yeah. And then, when you, and then, <laughs> and then when, you, when you go and you say, you know, Randy Travis, and he goes, never heard of him. Oh, you go, God. well, oh, we, God. we've not gone that far because I will not <laughs> leave Randy Travis out of a top no. ten no. ever. No. No. I'm digging up bones. <laughs> So yeah. I will say Whoa. something. So uh, I would say three months ago, I got I got that Seeger Co. hat that had the big Oof. W, yellow W, yeah. the Waylon uh, logo. That's yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's huge. It's Who is that? Like Waylon Jennings. Who is that? Is he a country guy? He's a country guy. Shut up. Is? <laughs> <laughs> so I would hey, now who it, get, hey, hey, get out yeah. I'm going out the window Wallen 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 is that how you say it? Wallen Jennings So I went to this bar And uh, I'm sitting there on the corner I'm waiting for Matt Schliske to get there Oh god And this This this, is already this, this girl walked Walked up she, and I could tell she was with some other dude He's over there playing bills So she walked up by herself She's 21, 22 She goes Hey What's that? What's that W mean on that hat? I go, huh? Because he <laughs> he's old and he can't. She goes, that. What is? I can't. She goes, what is that hat? I like that hat. What does it mean? Right. I go, oh, it's Waylon Jennings. And she looked at me like, oh. what's that? That hurt. It hurts. And is I go, he, is he running and I, for Congress? And the only, the first thing I could think of to relate to this girl, I go, do you know who Willie Nelson is? She goes, oh yeah. I go, they were buddies. Yeah. And he great, was a musician. She goes, oh, "Okay, cool." And then her boyfriend walked up, and it was like, she, "Look, you're hurting." Look, he's, he's hurting. He's it's saying, just, yeah. Yeah. but we've gotten to that. We've gotten to that. that. We've gotten to that date. Uh, that date line yeah. in the sand, where it's okay for some of these people to not know who Waylon Jennings is. I'm no, it, it, it is not okay for anybody. But is it or not? Homes. I mean, they, they, <laughs> is it our fault like, that she doesn't yeah. know who Waylon Jennings is? Maybe it's y'all's fault as musicians. I'll take shared responsibility, shared blame. I think it's her parents. It's fault. her. It's whoever raised her. I mean, who's her my daughter. My daughter. I felt a little Paul Puckett today. Uh, I don't. I, I, I don't routinely like. I have records and things. To not else, know but who like, Right now, in my daughter's life, Miss Rachel on YouTube yeah. is her like lead song person. But 
Today, the uh, the Dead South had like a live album from or a live show from uh, Boston that was like on one of the things. I just saw it, and so she's been all day listening to, to bluegrass mm-hmm. from the Dead South, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. she's gonna know. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah, she's gonna have nothing but old country well, and bluegrass with, and. With that in mind, a different angle. I don't know if you know this, Boyd, but today is Boyd Tinsley's birthday from the Dave Matthews Band, fiddle player. A beautiful day. And going into that, um, I do want to know from a classical background, playing the violin, mm-hmm. is it hard to like kind of take that right turn? Because from an art background, so my art background is like I'm kind of a realist. I paint everything kind of real, but I want to start breaking things down and kind of do the fiddle version of paintings. Looser, make you kind of figure out some things. So from a classical background, is it harder to learn to play kind of more country fiddle style? I think it'd be harder to go from fiddle to classical. Um, Okay. So as Wes mentioned, you know, a lot of – classical world and you know i spent some time at the governor's school in greenville and you know with music theory my you know comically i asked wes if we had any sheet music that didn't go well but but just in your background though like you're used to like asking that kind of question in in sight reading i mean if if, if like you want notes if there's a sheet of music it'll be delivered okay no problem yeah um however with the music theory background of you know of a certain chord consists of these notes, this key. Um, that has that has proven to be helpful, but I think what's been the most helpful is coming from the classical background of an orchestra or a quartet, reading off of each other has proven to be the most So there beneficial. is some, some sort of dialogue between a quartet where you all are kind of responding to each other. I think certainly, especially with a, like Jamal, what I've found... You know, for those that have heard Gritty, Jamal is phenomenal. Yeah. Jamal Hall is, I mean, one of the best musicians I've had the pleasure of playing with. He's but, fun to watch, too. He's oh, kind of like up there. He starts just grooving. Kinda, he's, yeah. you, he, let him yeah. go, you let him go. And then what I've found, he's a sax player. you know, in, the, in this season mm-hmm. with, with, with Gritty is what I've found in, in this those those pieces where, you know, a fiddle just doesn't really necessarily fit, per se. Just the, the context of it isn't quite the best fit um what i have found is with that sort of quartet style in mind is ways to egg jamal on okay so i can hear what he does mock it and then he takes you're, it up the next level you're driving him so yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, that's the ultimate though to start responding to each i'll other. start mocking him or keying him off of something I'll, he just uh, Dwayne allman and dickie betts yeah for sure yeah, yeah. i will yeah. i will say i having no point of reference whatsoever it seems to me that fiddle a lot of it's uh, it's more interpretive more loose maybe is that mm-hmm. a word to say where you have a little room to wiggle for sure versus where it's classical Jazzy, if you will classical is about perfecting a written piece to oh. the way that it was written and the Absolutely. way that somebody wanted you to fit into a mold Absolutely. whereas a fiddle is you kind of have look seems to me you have a little more room to Oh, yeah. Do your thing. You're, you're playing the same piece. You're going to fuck that. around and find out, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it helps if you've had... I mean, you need a heartbreak to play fiddle. Well, and... and you, uh, need, you, need, you need to yeah. owe tax money or something. I mean, <laughs> you, you, have to, you know, you need, you need to be... You owe Who doesn't owe tax somebody, money? Somebody, some, somebody's cheated you. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you owe yeah. somebody something. I mean, the blues. I mean... Yeah. That, the fiddle has soul. I mean, I say this. I don't play it. But, like, it... Some of it is... It cries. It cries. Some, it cries, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, some, <laughs> of, 
so some of it, with it. Some of it is like technical, like, oh yeah. no, I need to put yeah. my finger on both of these. Now, you've told me before, it's like some of it's clean, like especially Texas fiddle is. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, if you want to play in Texas, yeah, yeah I have it in the band. It's so clean, and this, and then some of your Celtic, like your Irish, Scottish, it's raspy, and North Carolina and stuff, and is kind of goosey, like yeah. honky and intentionally, yeah, 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 like, yeah, or like um, just blurring notes. Mountain music is, blur, it's a little bit more blurry than the Texas. Yeah, yeah, it's a laser yeah. beam from Texas. Like Randy Rogers' band, their fiddle yeah. dude is almost perfect. Well, I mean, I don't really like. I, I grew up on mountain bluegrass, and yeah. and I a lot of roots in that. But like, yeah, it's mountain bluegrass is is intentionally dirty and raw. It is rough. I mean, you look at like even clogging and the, and the shit, the way they dance. That's rough and interpretive. Like, oh, my sister clogged. Yeah, and you know, it's and that's like that music matches that. You got that raspy dragging across the strings versus yeah. cutting a note off clean. Right. You just pull that note right through the next note well, and, and like. And one did the Carter family play any fiddle? I don't know. There's a lot of Carters. No, you know, like the original <laughs> Carter, like I don't, May, I don't, Maybell Carter. I don't remember them like, being fiddles. Um, that was. Is this your segue to going to Nashville next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. I just have okay. to be going to the Ryman next Ser- week. Yeah. Serious question. You talked about like playing off another musician like mm-hmm. live. So, personally, if you had to hear like two musicians historically mm-hmm. that have played off each other live, can you name like two that were amazing? The immediate one that comes to mind, and this is very specific, but. Yeah. Sturgill's Cutting Grass album. Okay. So the, freaking good, the fiddle, by the way. So, oh. The yeah. fiddle and Mando you player on there, yeah. oh they God. are... He put me on that. I mean, yeah. that is uncanny. I saw that he was... Like, I saw an ad somewhere when I was listening to music that said that he was going to release that out, and I was like, Sturgill's doing a whole grass album? And as soon as it came, the day it came out, I it's been you know, how long it's been since so I oh, bought yeah. a whole album. I bought it. I was like, yeah. So bye, there's, like, bye. studio <laughs> musicians that probably don't travel well, with him? Well, and uh, I have my a buddy of mine that is played with us once he's he's over he's in a phenomenal banjo player from uh, uh vale north carolina yeah. hickory north carolina he uh, 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 tri-city region i'm from morganton which okay. is hickory, hickory morganton lenore hickory. the, the yep. tri-city region this Tri-town. guy's a banjo but yeah, like plays his grandfather's gibson banjo just oh, wow. insane picker I'll, I'll never forget we were on the way to my bachelor party at a Maurice in Society Hill, South Carolina. Son, you were way too young to be married. <laughs> Damn. And he, uh, he shared that with me and he had mentioned, he, he mentioned that, <laughs> he, he mentioned that, who snorted? That <laughs> I agree. He yeah, mentioned yeah. that, uh, Sturgill hired these guys yeah. that, to go in on this album. And I mean, it, it shows. You said to me, you're like, these are world class. He's he broke. He the called bank. him mercenaries, and yeah, he <laughs> broke the bank. So when I listened to it, and you listen, it's basically forty songs. Yeah. Of. Well, yeah, he, the Mando. I mean, well, and he performed some of those before, and he brought. These but he redid guys them even better. Yeah. Them, and they're well, just. I, yeah. I wonder if you guys ever heard of these guys. So when I so I, I went to Georgia. <laughs> I'm a Georgia fan. On, uh, in Athens, and that was ninety six two thousand one and. Uh, last last year, I was uh, in the at the Pine Creek Lodge in Montana, and got to hear this band I had not heard in at least a, a, a decade. By the way, Pine Creek Lodge, a badass spot, amazing. Yeah. Called Leftover Salmon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you talking yeah. about? Well, they kind of broke. Up, not broke up. They just went no, under for a while. No, but, but like Billy Strings, Leftover who, Salmon. Yeah, you have yeah. like guys who play off each other. They're amazing. 
Yep. I, at one point, I was sitting there. I don't know for how long my mouth opened. And my friend walked by and went, you need to close your mouth. Because <laughs> you might catch something like a fly or something. <laughs> I was amazed. Oh, and, yeah. and Graham, that's what Graham I thought and of. David put yep. me on them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that live album they had they probably in the late 90s, early 2000s. They'll come through the Southeast, And they too. played yeah. for the simple joy of playing. Mm-hmm. And when you watch them, they look like the happiest human beings in the world playing on stage. Well, so someone sent me, and we'll go back to the mm-hmm. whole, like, I don't really ever, like, it's got to be something special to send me some music. Mm-hmm. But the dude uh, from, I can't remember his name, Leftover Salmon, did a so has kind of a solo career that he's been working on the last six, seven years. Yeah. And his solo stuff is unbelievable, too. I mean, they're, they are amazing. I can't remember his damn name. So, anyway. Yeah. And they've been around, it, I mean, It shows time. when there's yeah. cohesion. Yeah, it does. Well, and and also to circle back to this guy, he has his. What's interesting is to take a classically trained um, violinist and challenge him. I met Boyd years ago at a show, and he just came up and introduced himself. Yeah, we got to do that story too. Well, that was his dad. Like he, dad dad was there. Well, it was uh, Dockery's. This is funny. Back when uh, New Realm was Dockery's. Yeah, my. Then girlfriend and I lived up right there on Daniel Island, and uh, my dad was in town, and we were like, oh, well, there's a school spot, right? I mean, we can walk there easy enough, get in and out. Well, my dad, being my dad, <laughs> dad, I'm sure you're listening now that you heard I'm it on Sounds here. like my dad would do the uh, same thing. Yeah. Um, my dad doesn't care for overly loud situations. Just okay. being able to you know, visit and talk, and you know, if, if there's a loud band playing, he That's wouldn't like me and Mike. <laughs> no, more, more so, a general rule. More so the more guys so, are he's out, out the window. Yeah, the the no. over, overall atmosphere. So, so uh, we we walk in and like, oh great, here's a seat. I mean, from from here to the window, they sat us, and this band's kind of tuning up. And my dad's like, look, let's uh, let's eat quick. Bada boom, bada bing, and that way we can get. We're back not to the doing night. live band ten feet away. Kind nope. Of and there's these guys in suits. Now that I know him, Jamal's wearing this fancy hat, and I'm like, "What do we have here?" And uh, <laughs> and so we're sitting down, and the buzzer rang, and we didn't hadn't even gotten our food yet, and they strike open Jim, uh, and we were there for an hour and a half. Your Just dad was my dad it. turned his seat around. He's all you know. Growing up, dad always has to face the door, so his back was to the band, you know, being able to see that he turned around and we tuned in for an hour and a half and got to know Wes with Wes just being Wes, makes his rounds, uh-huh. still to this day, makes his rounds to everybody listening, which is very admirable. Yeah. Um, he was, his wife Virginia was pregnant with their second son, and I was like, oh, my name's Boyd, and he goes, Boyd? My name, my son, son. That that's a strong name. I was like, "Well, boy, B-O-Y-D is very strong." Yeah, you can smell this. You can smell We haven't named this boy. We haven't named this boy yet, but spell that for me now. What does it mean in Spanish and Latin? Yeah, he was all in, and I. But didn't your dad like kind of like? He plays for, like oh I would have never no, said this anything. guy was so modest like he was yeah. he was like I really enjoyed the show yeah, great job great job yeah. that was it no I speak was, of that I play music no. I, 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 yeah. I still would have never I would have never said anything yeah. either my girlfriend now wife at the time would have had to say something or we would have had to continue our friendship for yeah. him to your dad just, did a great job and Madison did a great job of saying you know boy can play yeah. 
like he does, like he can play, and it's it wasn't a matter like knowing like, and I think maybe your dad knew enough about music too to know that we were playing three chord songs. Yeah, we weren't playing jazz. Three chords so, in the well, but is this like so with musicians? Y'all, you got a lot of musicians around. Yeah. Is it like a fisherman? Like when my dad gets around people and they start talking about fishing, like. My boy fishes, and yes, I'm like, I don't yes. want to talk to this asshole. Yes, I really have no interest <laughs> no, in right. sharing fishing stories with a stranger. Like, Mike, uh, you got to talk to this <laughs> well, guy. No, well, I don't. So, to, so <laughs> to answer that, it depends uh, because because no, my I, I don't have that yeah. with, with me. Um, Paul might advocate for me and say, you ought to check out Gritty. Um, yeah. But I don't. But his dad, yes, I'm the same way. Yeah, uh, I don't have that. But 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 he has played in the Vatican. So, so, really? So, he, okay. wow. That's so, a, hold on, no big deal. Let's just stop yeah. and come back. We need to stop and come back. So, so again, <laughs> yeah. So, he's, he's played. Funny thing, I've played in the Vatican too. It's not that big of a deal. Right. right. What, well, me, me neither. <laughs> what a kazoo? What'd you yeah. do? No, I'm kidding. No. I played with my balls in the Vatican one yeah. time. I've never, I've never been to Europe. Just to close it all out, I've never been to Europe. So uh, this guy has played in the Vatican, so he has these little stories. And he's been to the governor's school to get his training. So it's not like he plays a Hey, you went to governor's bit. school? Oh, wow. I've played nice. in the governor's mansion. Well, you did. I did. All right, Paul. You did. Paul, Paul, Paul old, old hat. Old hat. That's a whole other story. You know, old old can we let someone else shine that's here? That's great. <laughs> Paul can't can't be upset. Yeah, I can't help all. it. Someone else. Paul's, Paul's, Paul's just like, well, <laughs> yeah. he's like, Paul. Oh well, yeah. Well, I painted that. Yeah, <laughs> I painted that. All right. No, this isn't. But I do no, I mean, so my biggest compliment to Boyd is that he's been challenged to play. Okay, he's he's this trained violinist. He's been challenged to play in this gritty flyer. What is this? It is more of a fiddle, but yeah. if you come to a show or you're in play, you it's a, the biggest compliment you give somebody to say, I don't know how to explain what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. but it is more, it's not like he's up there playing classically, he's not doing all these things, mm-hmm. but he's also not a pure fit. If a fiddle player was in the crowd, you'd be like, it, it's a very interesting conversation piece right. because he's got his own style. Yeah. Which if he and he's having to work at it, I would say that one of the biggest things too, as anybody who's creating anything, being uncomfortable is very important. Yes, sir. And I've done a good job of making Boyd. I make Boyd really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> like coming through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just par. Who's make him go through it's the par window. for the court. Notice how he didn't flinch. He was like, "Oh, okay. Wes has got me coming in the window." On and off stage. That's yeah, what I, mean, I did. So, that's so Boyd has been challenged, and now he's got his own sound. And I think <laughs> it's going to be interesting five years from now when you hear, he mm. will have, it might be a South Carolina sound, because you're from Florence. I mean, he's from mm. here. It's going to be his yeah. sound. Well, that's just it. Well, it's, it's he's from be Florence, but he's classically well, When he played with us at Martin's a couple times now, yeah. so we have uh, my buddy... Here goes Paul trying to insert himself. Well, no, when we, we had we had Renard on harmonica. We're playing blues with electric guitars. Yeah. And Boyd gets up there, kind of showed up an hour late, you know. Just oh, rips just it. Through the window. And, uh, not through that it was late. I mean, he. Yeah. yeah. Martin's doesn't have windows. Uh-huh. So he clicks in, you know, and, and we're playing blues with electric guitars and, you know, harmonica. And he just gets in here with a. You know, most people look at it as like a violin. Why is a violin during a blues band? But it worked out great. I remember Renard going, man, that guy's good, man. This There's some crazy. undeniable. He's on a fiddle. 
You yes. know, like it's, it's very it's challenging. It's same thing with Jamal. For I'd say Noah's had the easy with electric guitar. You know this, Paul. But like he can blend with electric guitar, but saxophone playing John Prine, oh, saxophone yeah. playing Stapleton, yeah. and saxophone playing. Um, Nikki Lane. Nikki Lane. Nikki, I Hank love Williams. Nikki Lane, by the yeah. way. Hank yeah. Williams Sr. Have you ever heard No, I never Mind heard. Your Own Business? Nobody's on ever saxophone. heard Hank yeah, yeah. Sr. with a saxophone. And so if you come yeah. to a show, that's what you hear live is that's a awesome. guy not only playing saxophone or this guy playing a Ray Charles blues song from the 50s, mm. right, on fiddle. But that's what I love about you guys, though. It's like weird. It's, you just never know it's what weird. you're going to yeah. dive into. It's fun. Mm-hmm. That's and nice. that's that was also fun about going to. Uh, the wind jammer during spring break, like just Ugh, right like in the nightmare. middle of spring break, these guys got the stage. Nobody's drunk. And it was just that classic <laughs> spring break crowd. But Shirtless you, bros. You were taming and, them though. Like uh, we you know tried. what I mean. You you were though, and y'all were up there having a blast. And I was doing, like I said, I was looking to know a lot, but I was also looking at the crowd a lot because I was more interested. I was up at the bar doing panty droppers. Well, <laughs> well I was also buying eight dollar. Bud yeah. Lights. Oh, yeah. Can I get a buttery nipple? Like beer, <laughs> beer, like beers are now eight dollars. Just yeah. so y'all know that at the bar. Oh, and he's God. telling the kids a can, stories about a lukewarm can. I used to come here and I get a bucket <laughs> for eight dollars. Damn right <laughs> I did. Bucket. I used, I, so I went and so the guitarist for Hootie and the Blowfish. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mark Bryan. He well, he had a band called Cajun Milkshake for a little while. Uh, or is that occasional one of, milkshake? Occasional milkshake, not Cajun milkshake. <laughs> you can tell I, I, was, like, I like Cajun. I like yeah. that better. But they used to play at the Jammer <laughs> quite a bit. He's gonna like, call him tonight. Be like, you might want to rethink that band yeah. name. Yeah. So they used to play at the Jammer quite a bit, and that's back in the eight dollar yeah. bucket days of the Jammer, like two thousand. Is this Three. before Uber? How did you oh, way get before out Uber? Well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> the current situation, but we ended up in the green room hanging out with those guys one night. I don't know why, but my buddy knew somebody who you know how that works out. Yeah. So we were up in the little loft area above the bar, just shit canned at like three in the morning with those guys. Nice guys, I like them. I, 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 just, I just yeah. realized. Name, name your boat Occasional milkshake <laughs> Mark <laughs> Ryan If you're listening I will send this to him so, so he was at The Windjammer show Yeah I, I just I yeah. stood I didn't bug So him, he came to The Windjammer him. show Really nice guy I saw him at All and All Green Before And he's got A new drink out It's called High And he's like Really promoting This smooth yeah. Drink out right now And so If he's listening I'll yes. drink it, Mark. You yes, send it Mark. over here. You, <laughs> you don't could, remember me, and that's okay. You could be the next <laughs> I was a random drunk guy in the, the green room after one of your shows. So is it occasional milkshake or Cajun I milkshake? thought it was Cajun milkshake, but I was also it Depends on what drunk. part of the country you're in. I'm pretty sure he's right, and I'm wrong. However, <laughs> I was hammered. And I, we could I heard go sea grape milkshake. <laughs> 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 I swear I saw him in Lafayette, and that was Cajun milkshake. Changes every city. Yeah, yeah. They were good though. He would love that. I love it. I love it. That's a good guy. So, Boyd, we're gonna get this boy fly fishing before uh, the the summer falls over with. The thing, the thing with Wes, and the the thing with Wes, and and fly fishing would be perfect for him. Is fly fishing creates an obsession, and you have to submit to it Uh fully. Wes is somebody you see it in what he does with gritty fly right, how it started. But that also scares people like him, and I'm that way. Well, that's that actually like, beautiful. It's why I want golf. I think I would enjoy the hell out yeah. of golf. But the problem is I already have two, two very expensive, time-consuming hobbies in bow hunting well, and fly true, fishing. True, true. I don't have room in my life but for another one. You also <laughs> said 
being in the studio inspired you. So maybe being on the boat with some of us. Uh, there's nothing like it, yeah. You'll well, be inspired and you'll see what it's oh, all I'm about. Sca- and listen, I have a very healthy fear of the sea. I went out with my friend Frank Coaches. <laughs> you have a healthy respect. Respect. Not that, a fear. I've never been past the jetties. We don't, we, we don't need to. We don't go anywhere near I that. I mean, I do, but you don't have because to. Because I, I don't want to not, <laughs> I don't wanna not see land. I mean, I just... It, I have fear of the well, waters. We're next to land the whole time. Yeah, we're actually floating well, above land. Well, and I'll say this, with Wes being one of well, my best friend here. Of course. Uh, yeah. Wes Liston is not necessarily a country club type of gentleman. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> Neither are we, for, buddy. For, for him, well, for you him got, fly fishing is... Three of them right here. If, if, with him getting in, if he were to get into it and all that you can do with fly mm-hmm. fishing, he'll. Yeah. I know he'll be hooked. So like Paul yeah, and Owen, everybody sure. that I've met, like Rivers and Glenn, they support the record. Those are huge music yeah, guys. Of it's, course, it's been surprising when people are like, "Hey, what are you, what are you getting into?" And I'm like, "I'm go- or I just came from Rivers and Glenn, or I bought a shirt over there, yeah. or something." And I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't fish. I just like the shirt." But it's it's an interesting. I couldn't put my mind around when we played Charleston Fly. It was like, mm-hmm. who are these guys? What demographic <laughs> am I looking at? And Boyd was like. A lot of trucker hats and beards. He's like, you're going to like it because these are working men. Yeah. These are working men and women, but they're, this hobby, it costs them money. They've got to go work so they can go out and do this. Yeah. But, and they're kind of hippie because I like hippies and stuff. Like, he's like, they're kind of hippie. They're music people, but at the same time, He's like, it's, y'all have a very weird demographic. We do. Yeah. Fly we do. fishermen well, but, are... But we have a very common thread. And I, I would just leave you with this. We, we have a healthy fear slash respect for the sea. There is nothing more liberating in the world than going out and falling in love with something that scares you a little bit. Like I'm married. Love that. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing that we do, though, you don't even <laughs> you don't even have to come close to... Being successful, just seeing oh. that tail come up, just oh, yeah, being dude. out there, yeah. and having to be with your buddy, yeah. and the sun's starting well, to kind of start. Well, I mean, the other, the other big piece for Wes is oh, you the, don't though, is see. the uh, creativity that comes. Yeah, with fly fishing. Mm. yes. Wes will be fascinated with what's hanging on those walls. Oh man, the flies mm. themselves hey. will fascinate Wes. They're, yeah. And sure. to conquer a fish, look around. That's the that inspiration that made him. I mean, think about this stuff. I mean, this mm-hmm. is what made Paul. Well, Paul. You, yeah, you go to Rivers of Glen, they sell my flies there. Like, yeah, that's, they, I can't they paint like Well, that's Paul, another but. thing. So, Mike is an amazing writer as well. He hadn't yeah. done it as much in the last few years, but every now and then we, we work on a little project. I'm a bullshit artist, is what I He's am. a fly tire, really good writer. <laughs> Aren't we all, baby? <laughs> Doug has a really good eye for photography and video. Yeah. He hasn't been using it much in the last couple of years, no. but it's there. Yeah, and so this is a super creative room. I'll call you the wayside. That's it. <laughs> Take like it that. all. Take it all. And uh, but it, it's just fun. It, there's something about being out there that inspires. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's a two way street. It, it inspires a lot of things, but for me, it's always been as I don't I don't always see it as me taking something on when I get out there. I do see a lot of times that a lot of things get released when I'm out there. If that makes any sense, yeah. like. Okay. Because as a writer, uh, you write music. I, I write essays or short stories, things like that. Oh, wow. And so when I write, like, 
I, people all the time like, oh, yeah. I, I've never worked on a piece longer than it took me to physically type it out of my brain. When I go, it's like verbal diarrhea out of my, and it goes through my hands and it comes out on the page. And sometimes I don't even know what that is until I go fishing or something like that. And I'll have an idea and I'll see something or something like that. And it, it loosens something up in there that was stuck or was just always there. Cause none of it's new. I don't, I, I, you know, it's all compilation of old ideas and old things and stories and things that all just got mash up into some theme that I find. And a lot of times it's cause I'm out on the water and like, I'll think on something. And then by the time I get home, I can't do anything else. Like I put all my shit away and I run a pull laptop out and yeah. I just sit down like that and I'll, I'll hammer and it out. you can tell when you read it that it's like, you know, it's just, stream of thought. It's stream yeah. of conscious, and it goes all through one flow, and there's no breakup. I don't come back six months later and edit this and pull it, put another segment here. Maybe I need to clarify. No, nah, fuck that. This is what I had. This is what I got for you, and I put it in the world, and there's a few magazines out there that are willing to do that for me. Southern Culture on the Fly, thank you very much. Drake Magazine. But, like, and, and sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it's not, and I hope that people can hear what I'm trying to tell them. But, like, for me, it's that place the marsh or the rivers up North Carolina or the keys for tarpon. For me, it feels like it jiggles something loose. It's like, it's all in there. Like you've accumulated your whole life. Like you didn't write a song based on something you saw Tuesday at Harris Teeter. You wrote it on your whole life experience, but it takes something to click that piece in, in place where you go, oh, shit, here it comes. <laughs> like, you're buying you know, like, asparagus. Yeah. Well, you're buying, if you're buying asparagus, Not to take you down, it, he's spot on. My, I didn't write a song like that until my grandfather passed away. Yeah. That, that, that's what shook me. I mean, to take it to the typical country, sad, like, I didn't start writing stuff. Those are all true story. Like, every song on the album is a true story. Half of them are pretty painful. Yeah, but they are. It is a release, and I didn't. I didn't go to that place. It ha- it had to happen to. Me. Yeah, and then yeah. my response to it was to write scribble one on a piece of paper. That's so sure, it's yeah. very true what you're saying. Yeah, no. and for me, like I can't even imagine like when you're sitting out there with a buddy, and there's that ten or fifteen minutes that you haven't even talked. All the things that go through your mind that oh, yeah. are the releases you're talking about. Man, like I haven't thought about that in like ten years. Yeah. That memory, like it all just comes to you, and all of a sudden, oh shit, we got one at one o'clock. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. it's Engage. cool. It's uh, cool. It. Well, let's let's kind of phase out. We're gonna phase out this segment. We're gonna come back, uh, have you guys play song, two songs, whatever y'all want to do. Uh, Love it. And uh, maybe we'll I'll I'll talk about a little songwriting first. Because I got some questions about that as well. Um, this has been fun. And we're gonna have like a little, we're gonna have a little Alan great. Jackson to kind of get us. This is my favorite Alan Jackson song. Let's hear it. Dallas packed her suitcase, drove off in the brand new car. I bought her some your top five. She made leaving me look easy. Wish she'd made it look a little harder I took her out of Texas When she was just a girl But old Tennessee and me Couldn't take Texas out of her Oh, how I wish Dallas was in Tennessee If I could move Texas East Then she'd be here with me Dallas was 
Ridiculous rant made by these idiots was sponsored by Frigate Rum, the Caribbean's finest treasure, aged to perfection for your pleasure. Raise your glass and salute the good times. Frigate Rum. and other great sounds of the 80s albums. There's no minimum to buy. Cancel any time. I spent my lifetime wishing wages come Telling jokes Shooting pool on the other side of town When the whistle blows at five o'clock There's only one place I'll be found Down at Ernie's Ice House Lifting long necks To that good old country sound And talking about the good old times Yeah, he, 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 he sang at a concert in Morgan, North Carolina one time, and he's uh, he, this is two, circa 2010, 11, something like that. And I was back home for some reason, and I was like, shit, yeah, I'll go see Clint Black. So we go see it. And uh, so we get there, and first off, Clint Black comes out, and there's a lot more Clint Black than it used to be. All right? He's 300 pounds if he was an ounce. And really? I'm not joking. And he gets out there, and he's, he's hammered. You can tell immediately he's shit-faced. And he starts singing, and he's having a good time, but, like, he's messing up his songs, he's singing off key, he's missing notes, like, it was just awful. And then, like, some girls in the front row are like, hey, darling, how are you? And then he's talking to her, and he's like, wait. And he's like, oh, it's your birthday. Well, how about I'll sing you happy birthday? So he starts singing happy birthday, and she just told him his name, her name. He gets to the part where, like, happy birthday, dear. And he goes, all right, well, I reckon we'll go on to the- <laughs> At some point, his songs became perfect, and I realized that they'd cut his mic off and like dubbed over, like, because yeah. it went from being really sloppy to like not missing a beat. And I was like, "We are watching a lip sync session now." <laughs> <laughs> Somebody back there was like, "Pull it!" He's on. He's hammered again. Doug, we're either gonna have an electrical fire or we're not. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I'm smelling fire. Yeah, I know, here. but it's just the exhaust out yeah. of this thing. I promise. It smells like right, we're yeah. back. If anything else happens, you then I'll what? say I'm sorry. I was, I was for, wrong. For those of y'all, listening, I'll be happy to die tonight. Yeah. I'll, for those of y'all listening, yeah. I don't know if you know, but this is, is awesome. This is probably one of the better podcasts we've ever done. I think. 
We're not world class hey, interviewers. Thanks to musicians hey, that uh, make at, a difference. At forty five, I've had a damn good run. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this sound mixer is going to end your life. I got 20. We know the window works. We can get out of that room. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. And I have got you guys. I got Grady Fly right, and I have got you guys. I'm good. I don't want to die with you. I I just have. I got a 10 month old baby girl. I'm not dying in here with you. No offense. I love you, but. (laughs) I'm so hot on this mic. I know. I'm terrible. I even got this little right. fuzzy so, thing. Hey, just just bring it down because yeah. that thing is as tight as it can get, and it's just <laughs> it's just going to be what it is. Um, so let's let's talk about Charleston people, and you you guys are playing in Nashville soon. Did I see that? So it's it's actually going to be in Columbia, but they okay kind of like so it's called Nashville Nights. Okay, it's my friend Michael Haney, and he lives in Nashville, and he basically leans on all his Nashville singer songwriters. Brings them down. They do eight weeks, okay. and it's at Steel Hands Brewery, awesome. which is awesome. Yeah, which is really awesome. cool. They're doing some cool stuff. We went up there and, and did a fundraiser a few weeks ago, and the ownership's really cool. Um, and you and I did that last year. Yeah, you and I went we up did there a, and did actually specifically Nashville nights. We went up and played Nashville night. We opened up for Paul McDonald, and that's who it is again. Mm. I hadn't told you this, but oh. it's Paul McDonald again. And um, for those that haven't listened, yeah, you got to check out Paul McDonald. <laughs> he travels all around. He's nice. a great songwriter. Nashville based, I believe. Yeah. And uh, but no, so we're going up there for that. That's going to be like the Friday before, like Father's Day weekend. So like 16th, maybe. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Nashville songwriters. Sorry, I heard a little story the other day. Where yeah, I was come on. Hanging out. So like, you know, Tyler Childers, West Virginia, Kentucky, Feller. Um, yeah. Feller. Well, they. They like I was like we were listening to this interview with him and he was talking about his music and how he songwrites and like it was right after he got his couple of his big hits that went you know everybody sing and they asked him he was like all right songwrites yeah you know and they uh, they said so I guess you're gonna move you know you plan on moving to Nashville you're gonna go out there and do the Nashville thing and he said no they said why not he said he goes have you heard my music he goes I can't write that in Nashville he goes fastest growing metropolis in the South he goes I write songs. About right. country folk. He goes, I can't write that song in Nashville. Well, I got to yeah. write that song yeah. here. Well. That made me like, I, I, that made sense to me. Like, that's a man. His, his, he like, has a rural appeal. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you I know, can't write my music in Nashville. He's, he's with that line <laughs> true. He goes in yeah. to record his stuff. Now, if you, if you listen, what you hear on his records are Nashville musicians in a oh, Nashville yeah. studio. Yeah, absolutely. Tens of thousands of dollars. They clean up. They clean up that sound. And his a bit. real band, I've heard him lie. I mean, his his real band is also wonderful. But like he when you go he's not like anti national. No, 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 no. But he has that. got this rural appeal where he's talking about the working man. And I'm I'm not Tyler Children's, but I do a, I feel the same way. I can say I maybe identify on a J V level of saying yeah. yeah, I would never. People, like, I had a guy ask me a few weeks ago, would you consider moving your family to Nashville? And he's a guy that's really done well for himself in there. And I said, man, I, I've got wife and kids here. Charleston is really more. There's nobody in South Carolina doing what I'm trying to do. I mean, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of top 40 that's in this town, but there's not a lot of Sturgill, Tyler in this town. I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't. I don't. It would be a force. Yeah. For well, me. you don't bring. You don't bring. You know. Uh, I think, you bring uh, chicks to the bar, right? Like, yeah. if I had to guess, <laughs> and I'm not a marketing executive, but I would guess. That Tyler being incredibly talented, amazing songwriter, 
He'll be fine I, wherever the hell he's at. he's trying to separate himself from the crowd. Well, know? yeah. And Good that's time okay. to do it, too. That's okay. Well, he didn't yeah. have to. Yeah, I mean, he came out of the gate doing that. I mean, he, he's one of but those anyway, but, new age alt yeah. country. Alt, what do you want to call him now? Out, they used to be called outlaw country for a while there, but I don't know. Are they you bring using up, that term he's anymore? His own. You bring up yeah. a good point that I don't want to drag you down a hole, but I'm going to say this. I call it country music. Yeah. yeah, it's actual country music. You don't have to church it up. Yeah. You know what? It's not Americana. Americana is like hip-hop. It is a, a culture and a thing, and Jim Croce was Americana and all these things. Tyler Childers is country music. He's not yeah. He's not a certain top 40. He's not an outlaw country. It's just country music. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. do they say? Three chords in the tree. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it's He's a storyteller. Yeah. Which, which is... That's the roots of country and that's music. What, and that's what we need. He's telling true stories, and yeah. I would not... I've, I kind of... I kind of hesitate to say Americana. Woody Guthrie, country music. So. <laughs> it just it right. hurts Andy my feelings Griffin. when like yeah. I, when I, people ask me yeah. what kind of music I listen to, I'm like, well, I listen to everything from Wu Tang Clan to country, and they're like, oh, you like I say I Luke Combs or or uh, what's the other one <laughs> like um, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, all these I guys. Love and I'm all like, those guys. I'm like, no, I really don't. And that's not a dig on them. It's literally like I can't yeah, relate yeah. to any of that music. Like none of that speaks to me. That's not my experience. As a southern country boy, none of that shit makes sense yeah, to me. But, but I'm also old, what? so... You know what? AT Aliens is not my experience either, but it's a banging-ass album. Yeah. Well, but you know like when I listen about? to Wu-Tang Clan, I don't expect I mean, to relate to those yeah, guys. No, I'm not, but not, when Luke comes a swinger in a song about journey, South Carolina... Yeah, and well, I like he's in your lane. Album. If he's, he's, he's swerving, he's swerving <laughs> in your lane. You're from North Carolina, yeah. so you're like, hang on now. That's a Robert O'Kane song. I can relate to that. I should relate to it. But I, I hey, hear it I don't like, have to be Rob Zombie to know that I love his album. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to also. It's like I'm mean, not though. gonna debate that <laughs> either. You know what I'm as talking far about? as I get it, I'm mean, like music, music. Great music is great music. But music is like anything else, though. <laughs> there's a fashionable <laughs> aspect of music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if your friends have decided they don't like that band anymore, you have, almost have to like keep that quiet and keep it like yeah. With, no, so I your friends it. don't give you shit about it, but you still like it. Because it's kind of out of fashion, but I still like it. And also, country's that way. And there's a, I listen to a radio DJ, sports radio thing in Dallas, and there's this one guy that thinks he knows everything about music. And mm-hmm. I like what he has to say about sports when it starts. It's, it's an all-embedded yeah. station in Dallas. It's kind of like this. There's no just sports. They talk about everything, dude stuff. And he thinks he knows everything, but all of a sudden he's he's kind of a panic jam band, you know. Goes to see can't, all can't the jam band, but he he likes everything. <laughs> but he has trouble accepting the fact he likes Turnpike Troubadours huh? because how do you have trouble? Anyone have trouble with that? <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Can anyone have trouble? <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the reason is is because he can't accept the fact he can't that. accept the fact that they're country because he's never liked a country. No. Because it's they fashion- are the team. Bar- Hold on, just by it's fashionable yeah. for he and his friend group. I get it. to not like country. Yeah. So everyone in the station, know. everyone in the station is like, "Dude, it's country." And he's like, "No, it's Americana." They're like, no, no, no. Even the guy in the band that was a guest on the show a month ago admitted we are country music. Okay. But that my point is, music can, I, can, can I be just fashionable. Say that, that's like saying you hate pizza because it's Italian. 
I mean, basically. I mean, that's the same thing. But and I'm the, like, what? Turnpike Troubadours is country music. Yeah. Okay. There's no doubt. There's it's no also, it's not debatable. It's a lot yeah. of things. But the problem is the word country right now is out of fashion in, in that genre of kind of like. So, talk, so in my opinion, I was talking with Bunky Odom. You know, Bunky Odom that yeah. managed Allman Brothers and everything. And he and I were talking about that recently. And he says, he's a gritty. I watched. Uh, country go through. He's like you know Waylon and some of these guys. You couldn't book these guys once outlaw. Yeah, once right. the late seventies, early eighties. You say no. What are you talking about? Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings. You couldn't guy. book them. And it was like, what do you mean you couldn't book them? They're legends. No, they. So disco came, um, and the eighty the pop country. Nobody came. wanted to hear. Them. Well, the nineties country yeah. that we're all obsessed with was not. Country to the country guys well, in the nineties. And if but it, wait, it, let him finish. But if thought, it wasn't yeah. for them. So they he talked like he talked about how Randy Travis and George some I'm of these digging up bones they had to bring they had to bring it back that was your working man and yeah. even though it's still watered down compared to Waylon and Hank and stuff like that yeah. David Allen Co songwriting yeah but at least it's almost like heavy metal you could take David Allen Co anywhere you know what I'm saying like yeah. so they had to kind of so we talk about how it's 2023 you couldn't take him to church and it rolls in waves and the answer to that I think after taking you know talking to old heads is pop culture so yeah. like yeah. if you don't if somebody's like turnpike's not country they're Americana we need to say that fashionably yeah. It's because if you if we all live long enough, you will see. That's why Sturgill is king, Tyler is king. This guy Zach Brian is king. Yeah. They're all king, and here and Coulter Wall Ryan and Bingham. Ryan Bingham, Billy Strings, all these people. Five years ago, you were like, "That's underground. That's outlaw." Country. You can't. I, I used to yeah, see those yeah. guys in small venues. It's a two hundred fifty dollar ticket. Yeah, How outlaw you can't get is that? in there. Yeah, yeah you can't main, get in there no more. It's, it's pop I mean, now. So, I watched. I watched. I watched Lucero open for Tyler or Ryan Bingham here on your birthday on my birthday in Charleston, and it was like a twenty dollar ticket at the Music Farm for Lucero opening for Bingham. Are you out of your god? Like, I couldn't right afford now, that show right, right now, now. You can't afford. I don't go. Well, Lucero wouldn't be well, on the and, list, but like. And to, to Paul's point, yeah. you know the pop piece. Wes and I have played gigs, and we've had guests on board, and you know we'll play. You know, do you know rock, salt, and nails? And they're like, no, we know feathered Indians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pop. Yeah, totally. Uh, That's for sure. You know, he's, yeah. he's entered into it's that. It's just the whole thing is a big evolution. And what I'm tired of is having to like be scared to admit that I like a certain band. Music should not be like that. It all, nah, it all started right. happening when. Image, oh, was, not, image was more important than yeah. the music. I promise you, I won't say shit unless you tell me you're into Florida Georgia line. Because at well, that point, I'm not. Well, I'll turn this table. Wait. Well, I'll turn this table. That's a bar. I've been to that bar. I got really <laughs> drunk at that bar. Florida Georgia. Well, should we? Oh, Florida Florida Damn. Should we? Should we ease into maybe these guys playing a song or two? I would love to hear them play a song. I keep Man. saying a song or two. It's really up to you. Or maybe so, One two. song is good. Ten songs. All. Three oh, okay. songs. We're going to start out no, with ten, Freebird, ten. Stair, Stairway <laughs> to Heaven. And we I love only it. Play Curtis, in its, in a 25 its minute. I'll tell you what, Curtis halfway Lowe. through that set, if I start harmonizing with you, don't hate me. I heard he does have a singing voice. Yeah, Please. Yeah, I, heard right. so so I have a voice and I sing. To make friends in low places.
Wes has got his guitar ready to rock. Uh, what's the name of this song? Oh. States was play.
might we might like go to the next place and be like, okay, we can't hear it. <laughs> sounded good. That sounded good from here. I heard it and I can never not hear it. Yeah. So that's oh, that's like, good. I'm gonna make awesome. it. Yeah. This is oh. this is I'm having a damn good day. You gotta hear time. one more of this. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Hey, you don't have to play Charles. You want to do Load the Gun? Or do you have another one on your heart? I'm just here for the good time. You're just coming through the window. The old
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Thanks, guys. That's so good. Enjoyed it. We'll get back in. Hey. Yeah. So good. God. Nice to meet you, sir. Hey, pleasure. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The first time we played together, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, hey, I didn't tell you all He's a hired <laughs> gun. He just comes to the window. That's right. <laughs> and I'll go out the same. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Dude. So, is it test? Oh, we got all our mics off. It's, Dude, it's the, the blooper oh, reel? Are you turn it off? No, we're, right. we're all good. The we're blooper reel is the video of him leaving. Which, oh. leaving what? Him leaving the window. Oh yeah, yeah. Really he's got to he's got to leave the same way he came in. Going, sure. Can you Coors Light me when you get a chance? Can you Coors Light me? Coors Light me. Is that the AC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but at least we're not smelling electrical fire. That brought a little bit of that was fun age to it. Yeah. So along those lines, you know, obviously every band's going to have. A couple songs that the I feel like the crowd kind of has to hear. Are there ever those moments where you're kind of like, man, I'm just not in the mood to play that song tonight? Even though, like, I feel like Load, Load the Gun's kind of that song a little bit. For me, at least, I, I'm like, I'd love it if they play that song, but I'd, I'd leave fine if they didn't. But are there any songs that uh, people are kind of yelling out? Like, think of all these songs, all these bands that have been playing for 30 years and like the crowd. Like Freebird. Oh, like, is there any night where you don't feel kind of like you you'd want to play that song? No, you should be good. Keep, keep talking. Hello. You turn it off. Okay, you're on. You're on. I think that, you know, with, as far as like covers go, certainly we, we went out and did a, uh, we were on a boat a couple weeks ago and they were um, requesting really good songs, really good artists. But like, we're not going to do Stairway to Heaven or Freebird. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why that that's a good joke is because you can apply that to 2023. It's still going on. People still request that stuff. Those are great songs. But as far as original songs, the only one that I have kind of, I mean, no one wants to hear Sober Side of You which live. I do, which I do. I mean, that's a deep cut. Yeah, it's a that, deep cut. That's the deep cut. I um, love that song. I don't even know it. It's a good one, but yeah, on the album. But Who I mean, is that? It's his song. But I mean, I've got a couple. Oh, I've got okay. a couple on there that I'm are like, it. okay, it's nine o'clock, and everyone's had a couple of drinks or mm-hmm. whatever. No one wants to hear "Sober Side of You," sure. so that one's that one can be awkward. Tripping through the fall mm-hmm. can be awkward, but I would say so. It's all about timing and the venue. Well, when yeah. I would say to be on stage with you, one of the more surreal moments that we shared was. On actually load the gun, when he when we all cut out somebody please, and then to <laughs> yeah. hear the crowd say load the gun. Oh, that's oh, awesome! That's, that's awesome. A, yeah, that's a surreal moment. Can I, I back up say. for one second? Just I haven't heard the song, but at one in the morning, some of the girls I would love to hear a sober side of you. Sober. <laughs> that's a heavy one. Just to say that. It's one of my favorite. Yes. It's one of my favorite songs. So poor but, house, he's got to play it early then. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. But, well, no. poor house is cool enough where I can play. So you're worried? You, you, okay. Yeah, I totally get it. Like time, timing's everything. Timing's everything. Timing right? the, in the venue. We know if you're you know if you're out late, and people are serving alcohol than the the culture of that place yeah. the expectation of that place sure although boyd will tell you i really don't care i mean i've played 
I played Trippin' Through the Fall at the Windjammer at 11 o'clock, something at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not a song you do, but I was already, it was, I was going to do it, uh, yeah. you know? Jim James said his grandmother gave him that whole Jim line James, isn't that just Jim Jim? No, Jim James. Wouldn't that be Jim Jim? My morning jacket. <laughs> he said his grandmother, I, I think, I might be getting this wrong, but I think his grandmother gave him the line, like, bars are dark and lonely and talk oh, is yeah. cheap. Oh. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think his grandmother gave him that, that line. For sure. Bars and dark... Dark and lonely and talks. Old Jim Jim's game. Yeah. Oh, you can hit somebody in the heart. <laughs> yeah, you can. There's, I mean, you're there's promote. one person out there waiting for that song. It just depends on if you're if it's time to invest True. that moment but for that that's, one person. That's the art. Like yeah. that's an artist. Like I'm I'm certain big bands currently have a playlist and they're going to stick to it. But the, when you're in small venues and you're you have to read the room, like you said, and like I think that's part of the art is like the right song at the wrong time loses a little. It might still be fine and it'll play and everybody will have a good time, but like it may not hit like it might hit if you hit it at the right moment. I wouldn't well, too. Well, uh, one one yeah. thing I'll say to Wes's credit is he's going to capitalize on the musicality no matter to the venue. So a lot of the times yeah. you'll see our show and you know at intermission, him and I will play through it. And to purposely play those songs that may touch one person in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It may not have everybody dancing or 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 what have you, but it may be that one one song that resonates with somebody. So to it Wes's credit, he'll too. always it it can be. Yeah, nobody at Poorhouse a lot of times wants to hear, you know, crying music. But well, he's going to capitalize on that. But I, know, I mean, for the that, musicality. So yeah. I appreciate. It. I mean, it can be it can be awkward. It got awkward at Windjammer. Paul was there. Where that was the set, that was what I wanted to do. I did Dear Mr. Meantime and Tripping Through the Fall. Mm. Pedal Steel stayed out there, mm-hmm. and uh, Jamal Saxophone stayed out there. Really? I felt it leave me. I'm a human being. I told Scotty, I was like, I felt it leave. I get it. It's not that I can't read the room. What do you mean it left? Like you're standing there, and there was 425 people at the Windjammer. Okay. okay so mm-hmm. imagine like, and they're not outside. Like yeah, they're, they're in, stacked in. They're There's in no shirts. Yeah. They're in, hammered right. drunk. Budweiser bikini <laughs> contest, right? Yeah, Paul got his shirt off. <laughs> so and here we are, and and we have this killer first set. In my opinion, the energy was good. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right, I want to give the back line a break. I want to do this is part of the show. I don't yeah. take, I don't take a break. I just yeah. play two acoustic. I'll either sit down or I'll come up and say, hey, I want to tell you a story, and I'll do yeah, yeah, yeah. those two slower BPM songs. And I felt it leave because... You felt the vibe leave? Yes. I okay. felt the energy or leave. Interest, okay. maybe? Well, the interest... But here's the thing. No one is sober there. No. You're talking no. about... We had no. an opener that didn't... We didn't go on stage till 1025. Yeah. So when you go on at 1025... That's why I didn't get my feelings hurt. It's like from 1025 to 1125, great... Now you're at 11.30, 11.35, and you're playing two songs that mean a lot to you, that are right. on the record, whatever. And these people can't and do the alphabet. It's yeah. just <laughs> like an energy going on. Well, so I felt it leave. I felt everything, not only it get quiet, but not in a good way. I felt it get quiet, but if that's at, that's at 7 o'clock. That, if I played Sober Side of You right now in front of this intimate group, it would get quiet in a good way. Okay, so right. along those yeah. lines, what are your favorite places to play? Like, what, 
the best places you've played where you have felt like the energy is like. Do I have any sponsors? Yeah. <laughs> so be uh, life water. Paul's boat. <laughs> so where nothing gets sucked out of you. Well, cause, yeah, cause yeah. When no, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, seriously. And before you answer your, that real quick, before you answer that yeah. real quick, Sorry. I will say that when that happened, like I felt it was an appropriate yeah. time to do all that. Oh, cool. And the typical bro that's been drinking on the beach all day left because he didn't give a shit. Not that he didn't give a shit, but he just didn't right. care at that's that moment. Fair. And the people that appreciate music and those type of segues were there and saw it. So you probably overthought it, which of is course. understandable. Which is me, yeah. And so I would like to know, like, what is the room that you can take these turns left and right where you know that it's not going to matter? They're going to follow as far you. As the venue so, goes. so that is important to somebody like me who loves stories. And all of my songs were written on acoustic guitar in my backyard in a shed. Yeah, they were not. I didn't write the album with dreams of being in front of thousands of people, sing along, top forty Bud Light and bonfires. Yeah, I I want to rip somebody's heart out. I get you with half of my songs, and I know that about me. So two things: one, interesting. There was a guy who came up to me. It had to be one o'clock in the morning after the Windjammer show, sober as a priest. Walks up to me and goes, hey, I love Sober Side of You. We didn't play it that night. He goes, he goes, that's my favorite song. Thank you. And I was like, I, got, I was like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we, yeah, I can't play that tonight. But he's like, yeah, no, yeah. you don't have to play it tonight. I just want to tell you that. And I said, oh, it's a song about my brother, you know, whatever. That is a true story, whatever. Thank you so much. He goes, tears in his eyes. He goes, it's me. Wow. And I, it was 1 o'clock in the morning. At the Windjammer, he's sober. Yeah, he's yeah, committed yeah. to that life. It gives me cold, like thinking about. Well, it gives me chills too because I've told you my side. So I've been yeah, I was my gonna, story. We shared and, that, and you know yeah. he's given. You know he's given everything he has in his life to be there in that that moment. Uh, oh, he's there. And he's dude. giving everything. And it's one in the morning. Everybody else around him is drunk. He made it far enough, though, just to and respect himself to go, dude, wait a minute. Yeah. I made it past you know 11. Yeah, that, yeah. if you ever needed affirmation that you were doing the right thing in your life, <laughs> you got it, it right I'm there, No, I cried. I cried. You were I, doing the right thing in your life. That was, this is who you were supposed to be. That was a takeaway from that show. Yeah, so then to. That. And so then to answer your question, which is a great question, where do you go? What's your favorite place where there's the, the liberty, right? Somebody's house. Like a house. Party. That is the answer. I it, like that. And I don't just say that because the pay is, is better, <laughs> because the pay is like five times better than playing public shows. But when you end up at someone's house and they're the right people and you're on the back porch and... Or, and, and they're like, no, just play what you want to play. When you get to that point, they're like, yeah. and everyone is quiet. Mm. So it's not, it's always like quality versus quantity. I mean, quality wins every time. Yeah. If there's 25 people on a back porch on John's Island, you are going to have a moment and you're going to get to play and it's going to be free. That's where I have that experience for music yeah. because it is um, storytelling. I get to tell the story just like I wrote it. And if mm. anybody has any questions, like, I mean, it's an ego thing. That's kind of tapping in. Like, selfishly, I love that. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you put me in front of 
Credit One Stadium, which is awesome. But if I got up there and was like, all right, I want to play you this song. You it's know, hard to touch somebody yeah. individually. They're out not there. well. They're not there to be touched. So yeah. they, I think that's a an idea of like, don't get your feelings. I have to tell myself, like, don't get your feelings hurt. Um, like Graham says, get in where you fit in. But there, here's what I know: there is a crowd in Charleston when these guys, these country guys like Childers, Sturgill, when they come to town, people pay high dollar, stupid money to go see oh. them. Me included, and. So I know that people want to hear a story. Mm. I know people want to hear a real, authentic country story. So I'm not going to give up on it. I'm just got. I've got to put myself. Here's the key. I tell uh, my my team that's helping me book now is like, don't put me playing at midnight. I'm not a midnight guy. Yeah. Put me playing at seven, eight o'clock. Put me opening up for somebody. Yeah. I don't care. I don't have to be the headliner. Yeah. Let me tell these stories. You don't mind warming up. Well, I saw right, right. Yeah. to to that point. I saw Bingham twice, right? And once he was the headliner. Once he was opening for Lucero, which they explained at that show that they had been tra- they had been touring together, and what they did every night, they flipped a coin, and whoever won the <laughs> coin toss wild. opened, and whoever yeah. didn't, because they didn't feel like they had the right to trump. It was a whole thing. But anyway, the night I saw that show, Bingham opened, and he was early. And in that show, he did the first set, you know, Sunshine and all those, like, high-energy songs that Bingham has and really good. And then he gave his band, like you said, he gave the back line a break. And he just sat down on a stool and he had his hat and his thing and they cut the lights and he started singing. And he did Hallelujah at an early crowd at the at the music farm. And I swear to God, now, huh? No, his Hallelujah. Uh, Bingham has a song called Hallelujah. Just No, that's a Leonard Cohen song. It's a different song. It's a different song. Is it really? Oh, yeah. that's a Ryan Adams song. No, no it's a, it's a Ryan Bingham. Everybody have a Hallelujah. I guess so. Anyway, Mike, Mike, you you're and ruining I are... my story, sorry, Doug. Sorry. Killing me here, Bo. <laughs> so, like, anyway, Hallelujah. Like, you know, the, the the music farm. You got the bar in the back. Like, there's never. It's never quiet. The music farm. Like, there's always clinking glasses and people watering, and, and you know. So a lot of people have gone to the bar during this kind of intermission slash kind of slowdown. I was at the bar for that matter. And I'm getting a beer, and the bartenders stopped moving. Everybody in that building stopped moving. Everybody in that building turned around and looked at that stage, and it, you could have heard a fucking pin drop in the, in the music farm, which is never quiet. And he sang the whole song, and nobody made a fart or a sound or anything else until he finished it. And I was like, holy So that's holy better than shit. any drug he'll ever take. So that's the high <laughs> yeah, of yeah. a high. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know how y'all are out on the water and you're, you're doing these things, yeah. the, perp- the, the sun is this and the water is this and the fish are this. That is the perfect for a storyteller like Bingham to be the opener. It's very cheeky to be like, he was just, just bartenders stopped moving. Oh, yeah. They, in the farm. They didn't, nobody got a drink during that song. And they, everybody just stopped And he's doing ripping what doing. your heart out. <laughs> That yeah. there is no up or down or there's nothing that can take you there like yeah. a like because not to sound like a hippie but like the 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 you get off on that stuff human energy is really uh, you can feel it oh yeah dude and he can oh, feel yeah. it and so yeah. when somebody so we recently got reined in when we went up and did a fundraiser for um, up in Columbia we were with a group and the location was uh, Steel Hands. And they had this, they catered it and all, but Hobart Trotter, like, had this thing in Casey, like, Columbia. Okay. It's a Columbia area. Got but the, it's one of the... Lo- got the pecan brown ale. 
It's one of the it's largest the, breweries. Oh, no, I've drank plenty of steel hands. It's good it's shit. It's actually yeah, pecan. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm it's a pecan. pecan. It's pecan. I'm a pecan guy. But if we go I'm a there. pecan guy. He'll be out the window. <laughs> it's got a pecan. Pecan. It's pecan. But, <laughs> but we were at Steel Hands. He's from Texas. <laughs> they had, like, so Mark Bryan's son played, and um, another, they, it was a fundraiser, a nonprofit called Soundbites, and they raised money for instruments for, for kids. And so they had a group of, of bluegrass players from, like, Pickens County or something. Then they had Prettier Than Matt, which is my friend Jessica Skinner, play. And then by the time we got on, it was running late. It was get and all of a sudden it started raining. It was like, oh no, we're so sorry. And y'all, it was a six piece up there, and we had driven. It was on a Wednesday night. It was a couple of weeks ago, and we we're like, no, it's cool. We'll just make. He's like, are you sure? What are we gonna do? The owners of Steel Hands, Hobart, everybody there with nonprofit. We push in. There's about forty people mm-hmm. in Steel Hands. Picture a big brewery like Westbrook, like something here locally, yeah, Holy yeah. City, like a bigger just one. Indoors. Indoors. And we're like, and I thought to myself, this is either drummer Ben didn't drum, he pulled his banjo out, so now he's not drumming at all. He goes straight. We got a banjo player, acoustic stuff, and I was like, this is either gonna go Noah, really. Noah switched to an acoustic. Noah guitar. went from electric to acoustic. I was like, this is gonna go really well, or no one in here is gonna care. Yeah. But you could have heard a pin drop, and for me, that was worth. It was a moment, and it was undeniable for everybody there, not saying we were changing the world or anything, but just that the human beings were going to go, all right, they're making this sacrifice. There's nothing there, and you're just as powerful on the other side of a performance yeah. as a person with the microphone because, yeah, yeah. and it was 40 people that just like, we could, tuned in. Tuned into what we were doing. Then we called my friend up there, and she sang with us, and it ended up being a moment. Think about how hard it is to herd people. To to herd cats, herding yeah. cats. To get forty yeah. people though, to all in unison, stop what they're doing, and listen. One, How hard is that to yeah, do? That's and, impossible. And Wes didn't have the ability to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, start yeah. playing like yeah, it, requ- yeah, yeah. it required. An you just started, and yeah, that's that, yeah. that's almost better. It's like all of a sudden somebody's having a beer. Hey, when I was. You're at, well, it's like Bing, yeah. but Bingham did it. Bingham did it for five hundred plus. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I didn't say that to like to, to to like dog you guys. I was just saying like that was a moment I was a part of as a spectator sure. at a bar that I couldn't get a beer at because the bartenders weren't serving for three minutes of that song. But yeah, like I get it. Like I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And he never broke stride. Of course, he's a professional. That's what he does. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine. Like you said, you can feel. I felt the energy. The energy was crawling all over me. And I'm at the back of the room. I can't imagine everybody's staring at him. He's the front of the room, so all that shit's being pushed his way. I can't imagine what you feel sitting on that stool by yourself on the acoustic guitar with 500 plus just on you, like it can, all on you. It's the most magical feeling I've ever had. And his like his question of like where do you go? Yeah, like to go to go to a house party and play mm. has been the best. But. The poorhouse, if I have to toot anybody's horn in Charleston, it oh, is yeah. it is the poorhouse. They don't care what I play. They don't care who I bring. That's a music joint, man. They want to hear your stories. And, I mean... It's a jam band bar. I mean. it, 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 but, so we're going inside uh, Saturday, okay. June 24th. That was my and, next question. So it's an inside gig? Cool. Ooh, we got the main stage. When, yeah. When can people hear you next? So, uh, technically, that is the next 
full, local. local full band show that I would All like right. to promote is Saturday, June 24th. Great. I won't be there, not because I can't. Way to go, Michael. I, I, work I will weekends, be there. We'll be there. Why won't you be there? I he work to every work. weekend, bro. He has to save bodies, save lives. <laughs> he has to save lives. I work every Friday, Saturday, we'll Sunday. What Here's what I want to do. We're, we're getting kind of to the, the, not the wire, but we're getting, you know, we're getting towards the, the somewhat end. I want it to, uh, I want to get you to, know? yes, you know I know what do. you want to do? Sure? I did. Oh. All of a sudden, I feel like I don't. <laughs> That's because we dumped a bottle of frigate rum. Frigate rum. We, uh, I want to tell a story. I got a story 21. to tell. Go for it. Yeah. I got a story to tell that involves these guys. Oh. And then we're going to get scooped to do another promo for frigate because Lord knows it's been about 90 minutes since we've mentioned frigate. <laughs> and they will not accept that. They will not accept that. They're, they're <laughs> just straight up slave bro. I mean, they're paying us a lot of money for this. Big, big bucks. And then we're we're not going to go to break or anything. We're going to go straight into Richard Queso. Yeah. All right, that's fine. That's fair. So y'all are going to get to meet Richard Queso. He's, He's a character. A so it was about three o'clock one day. I don't remember when it was. It was this fall. I'm sitting here painting in this corner over here, and my phone rings. It's I think it was your number. It was one of y'all's too. It's like, hey man, what are you doing? That's a like good, that's a good gritty. Man, I'm 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 not just bad. painting. Not bad. He goes well. I got a, I got a That's fa- Western North Carolina. I got a fa- I got a favor uh or it was either favor or I got a question and I hear Boyd Boyd's right here too and I hear Boyd like talking. That's and nice. I'm just sitting there going, "Yeah, man, I'm thinking like you need me to like bring an amp or something locally to you. I don't I don't, I don't know what's going on." He's like, "We're up here in Columbia and we're playing the Governor's Mansion tonight and Noah can't be here." You think you can get here in about two hours? I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm and, and they're like, yeah, we're we're playing the governor's mansion tonight, and we need we need you, we need you to be here, essentially. And you and you say to 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 like. Well, I'm looking a, at my watch. Yo, you need a ride. Does somebody need to get up? Forget you. Even after we, talked I still for, didn't understand. What for was going five on. minutes, we talked sober. Yeah, and then he said, "This is three o'clock. You guys have sound check at five thirty. No, and he goes for music. He goes, "You want me to?" After five minutes of talking, he goes, "You want me to play guitar?" I'm like, "Yeah." Well, I, well, to give a bit of backstory, get in that thing. We uh, Jamal Hall, our dear beloved saxophone. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot to, about this. He used to run papers for the Post and Courier, and uh, between the hours of normal operation for any other human of society he's 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 great yeah yeah so we had no idea if jamal hall was going to be present. his phone no we couldn't get him yeah. to the phone we couldn't get him to answer so i said so yeah you didn't have a guitarist but having a saxophone would kind of like right but then he was out. supposed to be know. there but he was man down yeah, we so, were we were man down. So we were sitting at what was the location? There? Like we were in a bar in the yeah, Vista, right, th- right there in the Vista. And I said, Wes, call Mister Puckett. And this was a, imagine <laughs> being there sitting at the bar. Two forty five. They called me at like three. Well, the, be- <laughs> the, best, the best part, and Wes can tell it better, is Paul answering us. Ah, what did he say to you? He got, I got. I, I, I'm gonna call him straight up. That's it. He picks up. Yo, I say. Hey man, what's going on? 
I'm just in the studio, just, you know, cutting it loose, babe. What's up? What are you doing, Come on now, babe. Yeah, it really was that loose. I think we're just yeah. bullshitting yeah. for oh, five he's minutes. Like, What's oh, up absolutely. with you? What's up with you, Gritty? I said, hey, man. <laughs> uh, sweat. Hey, man. I'm just thinking, um, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Yes, and you're right. like, okay, all right, what's up, homie? Uh, I was like, no, seriously. What are you doing the rest of the day? Like it got, you know, he was like, it like a Wednesday. It was like a random. Oh, it was, it was horrible a horrible timing. It was a Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. Usually a good option to call someone and say, "What do you?" And he he goes, right. "I don't know what. What do you need?" And then we talked for five minutes about. Um, and then you're finally music. just tell him, just ask him. I was like, just just, just fucking get it out him. there. He's and, like, you want me to play like guitar? And Wes Wes kind of timid. And he goes, you know, I, I I don't mean to inconvenience you, but <laughs> but um, you, you know, know what's you know what's hilarious about this though? I said, just send me a song list. I'm acting all cool. He sends me a song list. I'm like the whole time now listening to Spotify every favorite song. <laughs> and it, what's great about the song list is like, it has the key like like key oh, yeah. of A. I'm like, okay, if we do this key, yeah. oh. I'm like. You know, well, so well, and then to 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 Paul's credit, Wes, you know where they had us at the governor's mansion was in the Rutledge was, room. Was, yeah, just was next door to the governor's bedroom, upstairs yeah. with Miss Peggy, with Henry McMaster, and Henry McMaster yeah. in the like, hey boys, y'all playing hey music? Boys. Can I get y'all anything? Can, do y'all want a, a Shasta? Y'all want a Shasta? <laughs> Paul, Paul Puckett, but Paul tell, Puckett arrives in shorts, shorts? flip flops, stats. And a cowboy hat. Yeah, Stetson cowboy hat. How y'all doing? And they, it looked like I had a suit and bag though. So or picture, something. picture. The so picture every um, picture like in a movie, like an action movie. Tom Cruise, like everything slows down, something's about to blow up, and everyone's running away. So picture that um, governor's mansion in Columbia. Paul Puckett in shorts <laughs> and a cowboy hat. <laughs> And a suit, when a guitar case, walking in the government, past the guard station, he doesn't see it, but behind him, earpieces, everybody's starting to I go. Think, I tell really? the story like this. Oh. I don't think he's ever heard this. <laughs> yeah, Every, sure. He pulls For up sure. in the van, in the Predator van also. And no one even It literally has the Predator on and the back in, of it. He's in the Liter- pre- Literally and figuratively. Uh, yeah, literally and he's figuratively. He's in the Predator van, and he's got his... Like, I'm like, oh, God. I'm here for the Gritty Fly Rap Band. And that's what... And, and, <laughs> and, and you're he, saying and who? And it's a long wall of the governor's mansion. It's, it's brick pay, and it's a long wall. And now this is what I see. Seven people, dogs on the ground. We have been sniffed since we got out of the car. Mm-hmm. Dogs on the ground. And they don't know it. They're closing in on him. He doesn't know it. If I could have had like some sort of music in the background to this, and I am like mall walking to get out there, like, hey, he's with me. Hey, 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 hey. Because he's in there, full cowboy hat. Oh. I think full I'm in, Paul Puckett. He's like, I, he's, come in hot, Paul Puckett. It was Puckett Texas. And, it was a Texas man. He's well, like, the funny thing is, you guys told me, oh, they're going to get background checks. You're going to get all this stuff. They didn't ask me a single damn question. No. I pulled into that white with the white van, mm-hmm. creepy as all get out. To be fair, you look like they're people, so it was. Well, fun. they <laughs> didn't. They didn't. They didn't ever I, ask me one thing. I think either Matt's point or the complete opposite. There were. Oh, yeah. He's delivering food yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. 
And the only where I'm delivering like, sex, just it, yeah. hotness. Yeah. Hot. You're a little Hot early. Sweet, you need to be out back. Hot, sweet, nothing. If I gotta be the one to stop this man, <laughs> the, the only music that played in my head as Paul Puckett wrote was Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, uh, that would hey. be good. Well, he never saw it. They were closing in on him. They were about to take him down to the ground. And I and I'm running Wait, out there going. Get, he, we're good. We're no, good. Okay. Like he's okay. with us. He he's with us. And and it ended up being a smooth night to where yeah. he plays guitar at the governor's mansion. And it was fun. We go in and 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 the governor. Y'all made it easy on me though too. Was, y'all probably picked like the most basic tunes. No. That, I feel like we should add that as we approached before Paul Jamal Hall walked out of the oh, gate yeah. as is as if he. No big deal. From the governor's mansion. As, as if he had had brunch with him. And welcomed us in, like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, dude, you got about 17 missed calls on your phone when you turn it on. He's like, what are you talking about? He went to being there first. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, he had brunch oh, yeah. with, with the governor. Him and Deputy oh. Dog were over there just high-fiving and shit. They had put, like, a boutonniere in him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You said you do know he's there with it is. us, right? <laughs> Well, right. now, well, well, I want to grit a fly right by him. Well, well, boys, let's, let's, let's start phasing this down. Yeah. Let's, let's say our thank yous and uh, do our appreciations to forget. Well, we, let's, do, let's do a quick scoop. Let's do a quick scoop. What are going to do? Is, yeah, is Queso coming through? Or? Yeah, I saw his damn van out back. Uh, neither, because I got to take one to Florida and one's Tuesday for the art event. <laughs> Get that. I'm not going to say what it's called. That other stuff over there. There's uh, the bourbon, too, right by Piper's. The rum that shall not be mentioned. Uh, (laughs) All right. So far superior. So here we go. It's not close to it. It's nowhere near what we just drank. Well, I think this is the right one to play. Hold on, let's see. Okay, get the volume up. Listening to these idiots ramble on, this last segment was brought to you by the fine people at Frigate Run. Not just a drink, it's an experience. Whether you're sipping it neat, luxuriating in its exquisite flavors, or mixing up a classic cocktail that will transport you back to the glamorous nights of the 1940s. Oh, my God. Frigate Rum is your ticket to the good life. Take it away, boys. Frigate Rum. All right, so we're going to get... Y'all are about to meet Richard K. So, Doug, will you go get Richard real quick? And by the way, so thanks, y'all. This is kind of the bye-bye segue. Y'all stick around, though. Don't leave. Unless you just have to. Go and get Richard. Okay, go get Richard. Uh, and if y'all have any questions for Richard, feel free to ask. I think I know his sister. Okay, perfect. If you're talking hey, about, where's she from again? No, this is a girl that's from in like Marlboro County. Oh, here God. we go. Well, hello there, flood time fam. Oh, it's not flood time. Oh, we just doing the belly live now. It, it I keep getting so is. confused. It is what it is, Richard. I get so confused. I used to be in the Paul's house, and it was a flood time, and we had all the boxes there. Oh, there's still boxes everywhere, but they're full of all There's a lot of boxes. Hey, who are these fellas? I heard some fiddle so music when I was out there. Yeah. yeah. 
We get you all hot and bothered. Hey, oh my goodness, I was out there two shepping and a, a soft shoeing on top of the van. You should have seen me. The neighbors are not real happy, but it was a delightful little bit of music coming out of your office here, Paul. I'm not used to good music out of this office. Usually just you in here banging on your guitar and making random noises. Ah, so anyway, what's going on, Paul? So are you still living out in the parking lot? Here? Hey, look, man, I figured it out. Between the bar next door and all these hippies with their offices in here, nobody pays attention to the power bill, Paul. After I just, 5 o'clock. I just moved the plug around, make the van look inconspicuous out near the marsh. And she so that's that, your Airstream out yeah, there? That, yeah, you couldn't even tell. I, I decorated it with some palm fronds, and it just blends right in. I mean, we are in an industrial district. You know, all these hippies, they get the Airstreams, they make them into offices and stuff. They might think it's one of these, I don't know... Urban design leagues or some shit. I don't know. But I'm in there making my possum grease and my coon claw powder and we're just having yeah. a life. You know? I, uh, speaking of which. Yes, I want to talk to you about the coon claw powder. Yeah, so there was a lawsuit and I, I came out on top, but only by the skin of my teeth or the skin of a coon's claw. However you want to look at it. But in the end. yeah, we're back on the market. I am repackaging. I had to change some verbiage on the okay. back of the label. Okay. But. Yes, coon claw powder back in stock. Uh, you know, hey, all right. yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm coming out with a new product though, and I'm yeah. starting to work on some some uh, sea grape wine. Yeah. Sea grape wine. I'm gonna try some for you right now. Really, you get a Florida That was the sea grape vinegar. I hit the wrong bottle. But yeah, so sea grape wine is the new product. Uh, my friend Barrett down in the uh, Keys, he taught me how to make it. I hadn't figured it Have out. Have you been to the Keys lately? Mike and them were just I, down there last week. Yeah, yeah. I, let's just say it was a long ride in the back of an F 150. <laughs> But yeah, I, I was in the Keys for four or five days, and and I made my way back up. There's okay. a friendly truck driver. I need to give a high five to out there. Uh, he got me a lift back up 95. I, I hoofed it from, from Buford, but yeah. So we got the gritty fly ride boys in the house. Oh, just get in there on the mic now. You know, we got to be whispering behind people's backs. And hey, stuff. hey, man, I want to ask you about uh, yeah. your take on Bucky's. Bucky's? <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good question. Ooh, I tell you right now, so I'm in some big talks with the people over at Bucky's. Yeah, they, we trying to get the Coon Claw powder on the shelf. Have you seen Bucky's? <laughs> it's like a Walmart, they, and a Sunoco had, had a baby. Well, and then that baby smoked some meth and came out swinging a baseball bat. It was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. It well, was gorgeous. Have you bottled that squirrel tail stew that you yeah, used to do? Yeah, there was some problems with that. See, I don't know if you've ever smelled a squirrel that's been bottled for more than a week or two. It's not pleasant, Paul. Uh, I haven't got the recipe down. Well, I've for had long that term. squirrel tail sk- stew. The squirrel tail stew is delightful, but getting it to last longer than a week in a bottle oh, okay. has turned into a I bit gotcha. of a chore. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I've been working on it, but I mean, there's only so many times you can fumigate a airstream camper before the aluminum starts to take on some sense. And now, so, and now you're into fer- you're into fermenting, not fumigating. I'm into fermenting more than fumigating, but I've had to fumigate enough that I could have a business by now. A uh, business. Yeah, well, I need common misconceptions. Yeah, but, but if you film, if you ferment enough, you're gonna have to fumigate eventually. 
That's how that works. Well, yeah. So, uh, hey, Paul. I've got a mail sack for you here. You got mail sa- Oh, I, you know, I wonder what happened to that. What well, happened? so, looks like it's, let's see, W. Liston from mm. Spartanburg County. W. Liston from Spartanburg County. Okay. Sounds like I've always, money. I've always wanted to fly fish, mm-hmm. but I'm more of a nudist. <laughs> Does that work? With being on the bow of a boat and having someone guide me. Look, man, as long as you don't turn around, I don't think anybody really cares. I mean, everybody's seen a man's ass, right? We, we look at him in the shower at the gym and all that. Look, oh, okay. you just face 12 o'clock. If that fish goes 9 o'clock, you don't get that shot. I don't want a profile of your wiener. Why are you trying to fish to the fish? So, I, you know, yeah, I think it would be the right cat kind of situation. But for me personally, as long as I don't make eye contact with it, I think we're fine, but that's just me, you know. You guys got a question for Richard at all? No. You got the quietest musicians I've ever heard. I've only had, that was the only email we've had in two months. Well, it's getting a little slow in the mail tech, but okay. Well, how long are you in town for? As long as they'll let me. (laughs) That's. I don't well, know so June day, June twenty fourth is that it? Maybe we could get you out to the show. Oh yeah, with the poorhouse. Well, you, hell, you live back there half the yeah, time. Yeah, some there's those are the back road that goes up against fence poorhouse. I may or may not have gotten into a lot of shows climbing the fence back there. <laughs> it's a forgiving parking lot. Yeah, they don't mind at all. They're a bunch they're of hippies, over and they're selling candles and stuff like that anyway. Yeah, the coon claw powder <laughs> and the possum grease will fit right in and be I, fine. I, well, I, I did just want to circle back on the nudist. So what you're telling me is no nine or three o'clock gurgles on the pretty much. You're so fishing from eleven to one. Anything outside of eleven o'clock to one o'clock, it's not your fish unless I turn the boat. Okay. <laughs> no mangum tails, if you will. No mangum tails. At 9 o'clock. That's not how that's going to go. All right, Paul. Well, we've had a good show, Richard. Well, look, man, I got some possums on the bowl out there, and I don't want any, I have to fumigate again, so I'm going to get out of here. But I love you, boys. Gritty Fly Rat. Oh, uh, I like your music through the wall, but y'all keep at it. I'm sure you'll make a song one day or another. All right, see y'all later. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all go inside. I guess this is where we say goodbye. Yeah, I reckon. Okay, so what a gentleman that was. Yeah, no, he's. he's yeah, no, he's he's a legend around us. Yeah, he seems to follow like us like three shadow. people. Is this just me saying this out of turn? But boy, you're not the first one through the window here. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I appreciate about him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Queso's probably with Jimmy that thing more than what once. What I appreciate about him is thinking outside of the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's in the parking lot. He was there before the whale. He was. I mean, yeah. He was. He's been around. He knows he's parking. He knows but that. Thank, hey, appreciate you guys coming, though. Yeah, been, this you, has been man. a blast. Oh, probably God. the most fun we've had doing this in a long-ass time. Yeah, it's been a minute. We, we had a Christmas show that one time that Doug oh. got a, like a 5XL shirt. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I gave it to him. I you know at the gas station, some of these Barely gas stations live. you go to, they have actual shirts at the gas station? He got a 5XL. It was a 5XL long, and I, I wrote Barely Live Sessions on it and gave it to him for Christmas. <laughs> but appreciate y'all coming. So June, oh, what, poor house show is June what? 24th, it's a Saturday night, doors at 8 o'clock. Meredith Foster is opening up. Okay. She's a great uh, 
singer-songwriter here in Charleston. So check out Meredith Foster and Gritty Flyright. The six piece? Yeah, six go, go to Spotify, check out Gritty Flyride, check it out, yeah. get, get your foundation in, and uh, come see the live show if you're in Charleston. Nice. Hey, guys, appreciate you. Thank you for having right, me. That was fun. Thank time. you. This incredible. All right, Barely Live fans, we'll see you Thanks for time. coming and drinking the frigate. Oh, we drank all that frigate. Frigate, frigate 2020. Hey, frigate, we're going to need more rum.